Christ, you people suck. <laughs> wow. Wolverine wanted to be in this. Back in the days when we played video games, it was hardcore for the nerdy and lazy. Now things have changed, and all our video games are also for the casual and lady. But that's okay, you know the score. We told you a million times before. Playing consoles, not just games, it's in the past. Another week of it for G Radio. This is episode 466. Closing in on that 500. You know what I'm saying? Uh, for March 13th, 2017. In the house. March. With us this week, we have Mr. Drew. I am here. You're living up to your nickname. Mm-hmm. Today I am. <laughs> But he's got sour cream and onion chips to help lower his blood pressure. I, okay. I do. Mm-hmm. Uh, also with us, we have John. Hello. Hello. Hello, Governor. And finally, we have Jay. Bonjour, now. Yeah. Still, you're still getting over that cold. I hear you coughing pre-show. Yeah. Um, my voice has mostly returned, but boy, I'm, I'm still not through this thing yet. You pumping that NyQuil? Oh man! If I could pump it directly into my veins, I would to make myself get better faster. But it's not. It's not going away. Yeah, they need Nyquil IVs. They need to sell those at like mm. CVS or something. Yeah, it's just 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 a large needle, so I could just stick it directly into my heart. You know, just just go for it. <laughs> I'm sure that but I'm it. sure injecting Nyquil directly into your heart wouldn't hurt you at all. No, no, no. I'm sure it'll it'll be exactly as I imagine it to be. You know, <laughs> like instantaneous relief of all cold and congestion. Sure, sure. Mm-hmm. sure. Yeah, that's science, baby. Uh, yeah, that's something. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Ah, video games. Drew, you want to talk about video games? Sure, is Wombat going to be here? I don't know. He didn't text me. I don't see him online. I, I, are you afraid to talk about Zelda if he's here? <laughs> no, I, w- I was just going to say, I played about 20 minutes of Zelda, and it's the greatest game I've ever played in my life. <laughs> <laughs> 20, 20 minutes is all it takes, Drew. Yep. Twenty yep. minutes, and it's the best. It's the best looking game I've ever seen, too. Oh snap! Are you serious? <laughs> I think he's, he's taking the pace. I think he's trying to fuck with Wombat. Yeah, I was going to, but we, we had we had a couple tweets and uh, stuff uh, commenting on that, both sides of it from last uh-huh. week. So, yeah. but yeah, I did play Zelda, um, and I've put probably about eight hours into it so far. Okay. Um, okay. Let's 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 I'll go ahead and get it out there. This is not the greatest game ever made. Okay. Oh, blasphemy! I know you only played you only played twenty minutes. I don't believe your opinion. Right. <laughs> here's here's my thing. I absolutely fucking love this game. I think it is fantastic, but there is no such thing as the greatest game ever made. That's not true. So. Nah, Final Fantasy VI, baby. Uh, no, trigger, baby. No. Greatest no. game's ever made. No. Yep. If that's the case, the Metal Gear Solid is the greatest game ever made. I, I, it's I, up there. I, I might go with it's that It's up one. there. I might go with that it's, Star it's, StarCraft, that's another one. One one of the greats. One yeah. of the greats. Yeah. Uh, but, hey, all link, right. link to the Past. That's, yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. Ocarina of Time for me. Ocarina's good. Ocarina's good. 
I just um, there is a lot of hyperbole. Hyper, God, I can't. Hyperbole. I'm, I'm going fucking nuts since this last phone call I just had. But there's a lot <laughs> of that. Go, there's a lot of that going on. Everybody, oh, they, they love people. Let's be honest here. People love to gush over Nintendo. They have for years. Mm. And people fall into the hype. There is a lot of hype for this game, and it is warranted. But I, I yeah. think I think that's the conversation that we, you know, I, I know you and Ryan say there's a lot of hyperbole around it, but I, I think in ten years we will be talking about this game in the same breath that we talk about StarCraft and Metal Gear Solid and you know Link to the Past. You really think so? I do. I I, I feel now, that special. Like I haven't felt that special about a, you know a game in a while. Right. Not not since Red Dead. I think Red Dead was the last one where I was like, yeah, we'll be talking about this game in ten years. Who talks about Red Dead now? Everybody. Jed. If you have a conversation about what was the greatest game of last generation, what's one of the first games that comes up in that conversation? Red Dead. Thank you. That game is really fucking good. <laughs> it is. <laughs> I think the thing is now is that there's so many fucking good games out there. Absolutely. But there's mm-hmm. very few that you list as, as you know, as our review scale states, a classic. Will I ever say that the Breath of the Wild is one of the greatest games I ever played? Who knows? I, I like I said, I'm only eight hours in. I've done maybe ten shrines, something like that. I haven't even started this fucking game. Yeah, you ain't seen shit. Yeah, <laughs> like I'm still wearing the fucking pajamas. You start <gasps> out. <laughs> what? Yeah, you I didn't gotta even, get you didn't even go get like the the the, well, the the Hillian tunic. I think is what it's called. Yes, that's what I'm got at the moment. Ka- I don't know Ka- how to fucking get it. You gotta go to Kakarika Village, son. I haven't made it there yet. Well, then go there. I got the ability to sense where shrines are around me, and I said, guess what I'm doing for the next 40 hours? <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Going around listening to the radar. Unless you get to a shrine that's, uh, uh, what do they call those? Uh, the Test of Combat. Oh, boy. Because fuck, fuck those. Uh, well, the, the minor and moderate tests of combat are fine. The first time you find a shrine that says major test of combat, get fucked. Mm-hmm. I I, I um, happened upon the moderate test of combat when I had four hearts. Oh, ouch. <laughs> it took me like six tries to beat it, and I used every weapon in my arsenal, including every arrow. It died on the last swing of my last weapon. That's yeah. pretty great. Yeah, that's, yeah that's took not everything even, I had. That's not what do you even. do if? What do you do if in that sense where you you just fucked? You don't have anything else to fight against. You with? just leave. You just leave. You just, just leave. come back anytime. Yep. Yeah. Okay. The nice but, thing about uh, the shrines is they, you know, when you first hit them, they unlock the fast travel. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. you can just come back to them, and they, and they show up on the map. They have like a two tone color. It's kind of cool. They also show up on the map uh, whenever you didn't get all the chests in one. Yes. And I like that a lot too. Yeah, there's some there's some really cool hidden chests. Wait, wait, hold on. So if you don't get a chest inside uh, one of the shrines, it shows up as a different icon. Yeah, really? Mm-hmm. I don't know what that icon would look like then, because I I, th- I think it looks like a, a shrine with a chest. Oh, it just has like a little chest on. Oh, okay, okay. I think oh, so. Take a look. <clears throat> there's a but lot, yeah, I played. There's a uh, lot of shit in that game like that, <clears throat> like little things you don't notice until you notice them. Until you look at it and say, "Oh, okay, yeah." So it there's a lot of like um, quality of life stuff I'd say in that game. Um, although I do find navigating the menus sometimes like just just small stuff 
like having having the oh shit I dropped something. <laughs> My bad. Um, but uh, like going through the menus sometimes is just a little cumbersome. Um, for me, because I'm constantly like pausing the game, go through the menu, do this, then go back into the game, and it's like it's it, and it's you do that a lot in this oh, game. Drew, you are also playing the Wii U version like I am, right? Correct. Let, let's bring this up. The first thing that Link gets as an item is a fucking tablet, right? It's right. A tablet. Yes, it's a yeah, it's well, it's actually a Wii U because that's yeah. what the game was made for. Yeah, it's it's a fucking gamepad, okay? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The game does not use the gamepad screen at all you, for that's anything because they ported ridiculous. it. Well, it's because they ported it to the Switch and Nintendo didn't want to yeah. make one better than the other. Which it's is the which is why ever. which is why your inventory is not on the screen. It it originally which is, is daft. It really originally was, and that's why the inventory is designed the way that it is. Yeah, which is a bad design because mm-hmm. I mean I get why they did it because otherwise they'd had to completely redo the inventory system. Right, which probably would have delayed that game by another year or two. <laughs> the the thing is, is that if you had your inventory on your touchscreen, that would be so fucking great. Absolutely, because all you'd so have to do is just touch it. And then no, I agree. And then nobody would have had. To buy the Switch version, <laughs> because yep. that would have been like, "Fuck that!" <laughs> it would have, it would have literally been the inferior version of the game to play because of that edition. Yep. If you remember games like Xenoblade Chronicles X, like that use of the gamepad with the map, all the resources you had to have that. Map, yeah, it's so good. Yeah, it's like on the palm of your hand at all times. You know, it didn't take up space in the screen. You know. It was just subtly on the, you know, in, in the gamepad. You just kind of look down for half a second, and you know everything they need to know. It could have been the same for this game, but they decided to cripple the Wii version because the Switch, Switch version exists. Mm-hmm. That's a goddamn shame, man. Yep, it's, it really annoys me. And then, and then the only the only use of the gamepad is the the motion controls, and I turned that off immediately. Still got to. <laughs> I, still gotta I use had even the point. Still I had to use them to... for uh, shrines. Yeah, certain shrines, but I have yet to turn that off. Even though I keep saying every time I either aim or yeah. bring out my thing, I'm like, "Oh, I really need to fucking turn this yeah, off." But I never just, do. Just, just turn, just turn, turn that off. Yeah, like, I just it's, need to turn like it off. immediately. Every, every time, every time you pull the bowstring with that thing on, it's like it, it looks like you're having a fucking seizure. <laughs> like, ah! <laughs> and then you just like, let go. It's, like, it's, oh, okay. it's so much nicer with an analog stick. Yeah. That's I need to do that. But. I will tell you if you don't do it before you get to the the, the water dungeon, mm-hmm. you'll fucking do it. Oh, I bet. In order to get in that dungeon, you have some really, really uh, hard and, aiming to do. <laughs> using also in, in that section in particular, you have to use the right analog to aim your power, and then press one of the buttons on the face. So I don't know about you guys, but I use my right thumb. To press buttons on the right side of the gamepad, <laughs> I also use the right thumb to use the right analog stick. So I'm a, I'm a, I'm imagining Nintendo thinks that I have two thumbs on the right side of my hand, you know, because they want me to aim with the right analog and then press the A button at the same time while I'm doing the same thing. So it's like I had to actually use the right analog using my left hand and then have my left hand, I mean, have my right hand on the face buttons to actually get that part done right. And now I was what, like, "That's what are that's, that's, what are you doing with the right like the bow and arrow?" No, no, no. You use the right analog to aim the the freeze power, right? Yeah. And then the the ice things are coming at you, so you have to actually press the A button to crush them. No, so, shoot them with yes. an arrow. 
why what do, why would I want to use precious arrows when I can use a free power to do it instantaneously? Well, because I'm pretty sure you're because, supposed to because you're your not because you're not having to use the right analog stick with your left hand. I I guess, but then you just waste your arrows for no good reason. I guess I don't know. That's uh, arrows aren't expensive, and they're right there in Kakariko Village. Ah, uh, they they are expensive when you're starting out, man. Like 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 eighty. Well, you know 80, what? You know what? Get good. <laughs> get good. I and took out throwing another thumb on my right hand. He only and... shoot. He only shoots nine total ice blocks at you. I just, I just shot arrows at him. You just shot arrows. Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure breaking them for free is is the better option of the two. It doesn't sound if, like if, it. It sounds like it frustrated if, the piss out of you. I had no problem so, with it. <laughs> so is is this an example? So I'm just now joining in. Uh-huh. Um, is, is hey Ryan. This, hi. Is this an example of us saying? Um, hey, The Legend of Zelda gives you the power to brace ice bricks using this power for free. And then when someone tries to use the power for free, people are like, you're stupid. Why are you using the power that they give you to break the ice blocks? Yeah, we're definitely too humaning this. Yeah, uh, what I'm saying <laughs> is that if they were clever or if they were had any idea on what they are doing, they would have just put it on the R button. And it would have been fine. Like, I would have used that power all day. Like, they wouldn't, they wouldn't, there wouldn't have been any kind of conflict. I can't redo the controls in that manner. Like, I can't, you know, reconfigure my keys or nothing like that. So I was forced to use the A button to use it. It's just bad bad design. It's just bad control design. This is all there is to it. I, I never even thought of breaking them with the ice power. Well, now you, now you know. Now you can do I it. don't need to. I already beat it. Mm-hmm. Good for you, buddy. <laughs> I shot it with arrows. And, arrows. I shot it with arrows and, di- and didn't get angry at the game. <laughs> I'm good. Hmm. This this is all I'm saying, man. It's, it should have been on a different button. Like when you when you use the right analog to control the where the thing goes, and then you have the person actually press one of the face buttons. That's not how the game design is supposed to work. You're supposed to be able to use your index finger to press the button. You know, not not your thumb twice. You know what I mean? Well, it's like a, a, it's a simple thing. It's a it's a minor thing that ends up having some impact. But again, like you said earlier, they didn't design it for you to aim it with the right analog stick. Then why did they make it the better way to actually literally do that part then? What are you talking why about? They... It's, it's HD motion. Isn't that what they call it? HD motion? What are you, what are you talking about? Motion you talking about? Yeah, motion you can use motion control to aim stuff. Yeah. That's what he's talking about. But, but everybody turns that off because it's terrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we've we, we all agreed that it sucks, and everyone turns it off immediately. So that's. But I'm, I'm just saying that's why they designed it that way because you're st- they expect you to aim with motion because you know it's Nintendo. Yeah, it's the just... worst part of the uh, game are the shrines that require you to use the to tilt the pad because it's has, like that have any puzzle you, thing. Have you any of you guys done the golf one yet? No, no. Oh, the golf one. Just wait. You'll you'll understand the frustration when you get to the golf one. Oh God! <laughs> Are you talking about the one that kind of looks like a mini golf course? Yeah, with the the, tre- the treasure chest, the hidden treasure chest in that one. Whew. Uh, Ooh, hmm. buddy! Yeah, that's fun. But uh, yeah, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't mean to uh, take over your rant uh, there, Drew. Go ahead. No, that's okay. I mean, I didn't, like, I didn't play a lot of it, so I mean, I can't really talk much about it. Um, but Ryan, before you got on. I was just telling everybody that I've only put like 20 minutes into the game, and I think it's the greatest game ever made. <laughs> hey, you're entitled to that opinion, Bruce. 
I think it's a great game. Uh huh. But I don't think it's the greatest game that's ever been made. Oh, but that man. dude, man, the draw distance is fucking amazing, right? I still can't yeah. believe yeah. we have to and have. Draw distance. I, I still, I'm still so like it, it frustrates me that we have to have these conversations. We wouldn't have to have these conversations if people didn't come out and say it's the greatest game ever. Nobody on this show said that though. And who? And what? Uh, what are I, we well, always? Hold preaching? on! Hold on! Hold on! Hold on! Gambus Khan absolutely no, did. No, no, you are not. You are not. You are not allowed it's, to use Gambus hyperbole statements in any argument. But but the difference is the majority of the feedback I see online is that. Um, and the, this, I think this the only reason this frustrates me so much for a game that I absolutely love is that there's this sentiment. That has been growing over the last 10 years as Nintendo has fallen further and further behind. Um, that you're not allowed to criticize any of their games yeah. for basic ass shit. Mm-hmm. Um, so I love this game to death. But this concept that you can't even criticize something as stupid as the weapon uh, degradation, degradation system in this game... Because, well, you just don't understand that the game was built like that on purpose to to make you want to explore. Well, you know what? There are plenty of games that I want to explore in where my weapons don't blow up after like six hits. Yeah, no shit. Um, (laughs) So that's, I think, my primary frustration here is that this is a fantastic game, but it does have some problems. And... The va- the response to the majority of people I have seen stating legitimate problems with the game is like this full out attack force, um, because you're not allowed to criticize anything Nintendo related anymore. I listen. I am a huge Nintendo fanboy. I've owned every Nintendo system that has ever existed, including the Virtual Boy. Um. It's okay to say that they're a little bit behind everybody else. It's I, okay to say that. I, mm-hmm. I really, I really think you need to find better people to follow. It's everybody. <laughs> it's everybody. I'm just saying like, the internet is a bad place. I mean, how many, how many times have you heard this game runs at 720p? It's unplayable. Well, th- that's also really stupid to say as well. Of course, yeah. but how many times yes. have we heard? It? I mean, there's a goddamn website dedicated to it. The what? A- the whataboutism doesn't. I mean, I'm just saying that's the conversation as well. I mean, no, I agree. People on the I internet agree, are then, stupid. Yeah. So, so then, um, then I guess my question is, um, if if that's the conversation as well, how come there's none of that conversation happening about Zelda? There's a hundred and. 50 billion conversations about that happening about Zelda. We had one right before you got on the show. Well, I'm just saying, people are stupid. <laughs> well, it's I, I, a fantastic game, but people I, who are acting like it's impossible to criticize um, are doing it a disservice. Yeah, you can you can enjoy things, you can love things, and think it's one of the greatest things you've ever you know played. And still point out flaws about it. It's perfectly fine. It's, it's a way to literally move forward as an industry. To say that, like, okay, these things could have been done better. These things are not great design choices. If they did them this way, oh, the game would have been you know, even a better game, you know? So if you can recognize that idea, 
then it's fine. But on the other side of the aisle, if you get really caught up on things like resolution and visual fidelity, then uh, you're not really going to get anywhere. You could, you have to, you know, obviously you have to say like, yeah, this game could have looked better. It could have ran better. Um, and running better is obviously much more important because when it comes to, uh, you know, pixels on the screen doesn't matter as much as art direction and the art direction in the game is, is fine. Um, but you can't you can't just you know sugarcoat that and say like oh it's it's a Nintendo game it's on a new console oh they didn't think that they were gonna be developing for the Switch so it's it's okay that the game hard locks to twenty frames per second for uh, you know a bunch of places in the game and some places during combat it's not okay like if Horizon Zero Dawn can have a thirty frames per second lock for like ninety nine percent of the game then sh- so should Zelda you know you should have the same standards for every developer. Or any AAA developer, anyway. So you have to you have to look at it from both sides. Be critical, but be constructive at the same time. Yes. I just feel like we're having way too many conversations about stupid people making comments on the internet. True, but it's, again, it's not just it's not just people making comments on the internet. But five minutes ago, you basically told Jay. He was playing it wrong. It was a joke. The mechanic that exists to break ice doesn't work the way it's it supposed to. It was a joke. I wasn't yeah, serious. Yeah, it, it was a joke. I get it. I know Ken's not being serious about that. No, I, told, I totally <laughs> agree that that shit is dumb. Joke or not, joke or not, though, that's where that's what sparked the conversation again. Because there are people out there who legitimately act the way you're acting. I know that. Um, that's why I'm trying to make the joke to ignore them. We don't, you know. Running jokes into the ground on this podcast is not a new thing. We've we've made the joke that you're playing it wrong for two human for fucking five years now. <laughs> Longer than that, buddy. Okay. Can, can we all just agree that Zelda is a pretty fine game and it's a very good Zelda game? I mean, it doesn't have to be the best game in the world. It's still a bloody good game. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, one hundred. And that's where, and that's where I think, as you, I think Brian's trying to allude to, is that some people for. Get that that no one's saying it's a bad game. You know, last yeah. week Ryan was. I'm not saying I love this game. This is an amazing game, but it has its issues. And I, I think we just. I mean, this especially on this podcast. You know, writing for the site that we do, where we're very proud about the fact that we don't chase consoles. It's about the games and the enjoyment that we have playing them. I think it's um, it it's just a case. This game is an amazing game. It may not be perfect, but very few games are. Whether they deserve 10 out of 10s and things like that, I think some people overlook and certain issues, like things like the frame rate, and pump the score up because of the experience they're having, and that's absolutely fine. But um, And, yeah, Gambus's hyperbole uh, can be a little bit overwhelming sometimes, but I genuinely think he thinks it's an amazing game and coming off the you know it just coming out um the switch because he bought the switch as well and getting excited about that i think he may have got a little bit excited but that's and you know here's here here's the deal with that though if gambus thinks that zelda breath of the wild is the greatest game ever made he totally can, and good yeah. for him man absolutely you know what and i and i am so glad that he has found something that he loves you know, it's, it's, that he's got a game that he might play for more than three hours. Exactly. <laughs> so it's just, you know, who cares? I mean, I just like, yeah, you get sick. It's just like it's just like with Donald Trump on the internet. Oh god, you get Let's sick. Not go down that path. You just get sick of hearing <laughs> about it. You know what I mean? And you're just like, I wish everybody would shut up. You know? 
My yeah, Zelda, Zelda's a fantastic game. We get it. It's the greatest game ever. Just shut up. You know, that's, that's all you got to do. My, yeah, so my my Dream's point in all over. of this, it, Gambus and anybody else who thinks it's the greatest game that's ever been played is more than welcome to have that opinion. Um, that my point in this has never been to say that anybody's opinion is wrong. Um, I just get frustrated when I feel like there is this um, veil over Nintendo's outings um, that people aren't allowed to cross. I just well, I don't I just don't care enough about what people say to to even worry about that. Well, don't worry, Ryan. Me and you can be the motherfuckers that cross that veil because there's a lot like of problems. There's there's problems with Zelda, so it's you know I, I, whatever. Like I said, I've only put eight hours in this game. When I beat it, I may say this is the greatest game ever made. Who knows? Are you going to say it just like that? I am. I'm going to say it just like that. That's the greatest but, game ever made. That's the greatest game ever made. <laughs> it's very mega boost sounding. Mega oh, mega boost. Anyway, um, speaking of games that have weapon degradation. <laughs> oh, shit. I also play. Yeah, I play another <laughs> game. It's, uh, it's called The Witcher 3. And guess what? The weapon degradation in that game is pretty good. Because I don't mind it. Yeah. Yeah, but they don't. They don't. They don't. It's got in that game at all. No, they don't. They don't break often enough. That game sucks. Not the greatest game ever made. It's. It's got. uh, Let's be fair. It's got some (laughs) shitty aspects to it too, especially early on. Holy shit! Does that game have some fucking problems? But I fucking love this game. (laughs) I've put like twenty five hours into it so far now, and I'm I'm like finally getting into my groove. Oh wait, 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 Drew! You're you're saying you're telling me that you started Zelda without having finished The Witcher Three. Uh-huh. Uh, so that kind of sounds a little different from what you were saying before, you know? You're not going to start any games since you, you, you know, until you're done with Witcher 3. What happens then? Eh? Here's, the, here's the thing. Is that when I said that, I already had Zelda pre-ordered. <laughs> so I was getting it anyway. I like how he's also, giving you a hard time about this, but he was he was right there with me telling you you need to play Resident Evil 7 regardless. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm 100% guilty. Well, yeah, and, guilty. I, and I am so glad I played Resident Evil 7. You I enjoyed the living shit out of that game. Great game. Um, but, yeah, I'm playing through The Witcher 3. I mean, I, I, I'll be honest with you. That's why I've only put eight hours into Zelda because I've put probably ten hours this week into The Witcher 3. Um, that there's Man... There's something fucking special about that game. Like, me being a huge fantasy nerd, mm. it hits every fucking point of fantasy. You know, like these weird fucking rituals that are like so precise. And this really cool thing where like I went and met with this woman who's like this weird – she's around like this orphanage for kids and she has this fucking mural made of human hair. And when she touches it, these fucking witches talk through her body and shit. It's fucking crazy. It's some of the weirdest shit, and it's some of the coolest shit I've ever seen in a fantasy game. And some of the most horrible stuff I've ever seen, too. Like, I ran into a ghost who was getting attacked by a mob, and she took a she took a sleeping potion to make everybody think she was dead. But then when she woke up, fucking rats were starting to gnaw on her, and she was still oh, paralyzed. Yeah. And she died That's of that. And I'm, oh, my That's God. That's one of the best side quests in yeah, the game. Yeah, it's horrifying. The thing is, that is a three-hour quest that is not even part of the story, and that is what is so amazing about that game, is that side quests feel like main story quests. In any other game, that would have been a main story thing. 
this game is fucking massive, and I'm only in the first area. After White Orchard, I'm in Valen, I think is what it's called. Yeah. Yeah. And I have been there for 20 fucking hours. I mean, it's it's crazy. And I've still got four other areas to go to, and that's not including the DLC area. I was going to ask you if you bought the expansion. I've got both expansions. i got both yeah. expansions. They are ready to go. They yeah. they keep popping up in my quest line, and I'm looking at it. It says you need to be level 35. I'm like, shit, that's got to be like 400 hours from now. You know, it's like I'm not even touching those fucking things. Yeah, I just wait until after you beat the main story to play the DLCs. That's that's my thing is I'm just going to wait for that. I mean, I – God, this is getting so crazy. And there's so many different branching paths. Like I don't know – I mean I don't want to get into spoilers too much, but I mean there's there's the quest with the witches, right? Yep. The witches want you to go kill something. Yep. And you go talk to it, and the, he's like, no, 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 I'm trying to help the kids. I'm not, I'm against the witches. But you don't know if you need to trust it or not. And so I killed it, and I'm just wondering – and then bad shit happened to the kids anyway. Yep. And I'm just like, should I have helped that thing? I'm like, how did this play out if I helped it? So no, no spoilers, but in my opinion, you made the right decision. Okay. You 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 did help it? Yes. No, okay. no, no, no. I killed no, I killed it. But okay. I have I have seen what happens if you don't. And it mm-hmm. um that that little side quest has major ramifications for a couple main characters. Cool. Okay. The the thing I really like about this game is just just how open it is. I mean, you talk about a fucking open world, man. And the great thing is is I'll finish a quest and then all of a sudden uh, there's a there's a contract right over there that I can do. You know, and I don't even have to go anywhere to, to, to really worry about it. And everything kind of just links together really, really well. Uh, and Links. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, man, I am so glad I'm digging into The Witcher 3 now. It game. is so, it's so fucking good. Yep. I, it, Drew, I can't wait for you to get further along in the story. Mm-hmm. That's the thing is like, God, I feel like I've been doing the main story stuff for hours and I'm like, there's still a ton more. Yeah, you, you ain't yeah. seen nothing. Yeah. I've finished up the Bloody Baron stuff. That's like the uh, first act. Yeah, that's like the first act. <laughs> you got yeah. a while to go. Because, <laughs> yeah. you know, they do it like in classic Witcher form. Whenever you finish a main story beat, they do like the Geralt kind of narrates a small mural of something happening. Yeah, it did, it did that with the Bloody Baron stuff. And I'm like, okay, so that's that's one quote unquote act done, and uh, now I have to travel to Novigrad, but I've got like 40 different things I need to do here, and I'm gonna do all of those. The stuff in Novigrad with um, bah, 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 what's his name, uh, Cauliflower, whatever his name is, Cauliflower, oh, Dandelion, Dandelion, yeah, uh, that is that is by far, that's what I'm gonna call it for now. That is by far my least favorite part of that game. Oh yeah, yeah. I didn't. I didn't like the the search for dandelion quest. I didn't. I'll be honest with you. I throughout all of Witcher, I can't stand dandelion. He gets on my fucking nerves. Yeah, he's yeah not, he gets on Geralt's nerves too. He's exactly. Not, he's not any better in this game than he was. Yeah, I, I kind of figured. <laughs> but, I, I uh, really hate what they did with his like visual design, like what he wears. I just want to punch him in the face immediately <laughs> when I see him. It's like, oh god, what are you wearing, man? <laughs> Does he, does he still wear that dumb hat? 
Yep. Yep. And shit, he's, he, he looks like your standard loot player, and I'm just like, I fucking want to punch this asshole in the face. I hate him. I want to see him, yep. I want to see him bust out in some Dave Chappelle, like, Oh, that should be DLC. Come on, CD Projekt Red, that's DLC. His character in the novels is basically exactly the same. And his character, his his. His uh, purpose, basically, in the in the books and in the games, honestly, is just to get Geralt in trouble. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I see it. Is he also the one narrating every time it loads? Yes, it's wow, supposed to they... be him. It's supposed to be him as an older person. Oh, okay. Like, I was going to say, did they change his fucking voice actor because they usually yeah. keep the same ones. But it, it's supposed to be him retelling it as an old man. Gotcha. Okay. But uh, yeah, man. I am enjoying the living crap out of The Witcher, but let me get, let me just say right now, there are some major fucking issues with that game. They oh, they sure. just yeah they throw shit at you. Like I I was just wandering around doing a quest, and all of a sudden I ran into like a level twenty something, and it killed me in one hit. And I'm like, what the fuck? I mean, why are you throwing this at me? You know, I got pissed off at that. The loading is fucking horrendous. Yeah, the load times are awful, mm-hmm. and um, the movement is still fucked. What did you that? change? Because John. Uh, did John. You- did you change it, Drew? Because after the um, after the update, they um, they gave you an option to change the movement style to to eliminate the uh, sort of weight, um, so that he turns when you tell him to turn, and that there's no like because um, the 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 vanilla movements kind of got some weight to it and some momentum yeah. to it. Um, you can change it in the options to turn that off if you think it's frustrating. It's still I haven't, it's still uh, not yeah. good. With no, it's not great, but yeah. it's it's better if you if you don't like the weight. Yeah, if you I like yeah. it on because I got so up. used to it. So. Yeah. that's why that's what I'm thinking too. I might just leave it on because I'm used to this by now. But it's still every once in a while I'm just like just just open the chest. Don't no, don't pick up that. Just open the fucking chest. You know, it's just annoying shit. But um, yeah, I mean, there's definitely some issues with that game. But and man. Talk about some fucking NPCs doing weird shit in the background during cutscenes. <laughs> Holy shit! I had this one guy. He was like carrying like uh like one of these big giant broadswords across his shoulder, and he just kept doing fucking circles. Yeah, like he was spinning in like he was spinning in one circle, not moving, while I was sitting here having a serious conversation about witches. And I was like, well, I, I kept getting distracted looking at that. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? It must yeah, be the witches. Witcher has um has an open world jank. For sure, yeah, definitely oh, yeah. has some open world. Which there. is which is one of the things that I think a lot of people didn't give Zelda credit for is like it doesn't have a lot of open world jank. That's true. Like I, sixty hours in, I've seen like two weird things happen. And that's... <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta talk about this. So, number one, Roach is a fucking idiot. Yeah, he is. Number two, <laughs> I got him stuck jumping <laughs> one time. Oh yeah, and it was it was so fucking hilarious because he was kind of like in between a fence. So I was trying to jump a fence, <laughs> and I got stuck on the middle of the fence. Yeah, so this, Roach is, this is, is a this is a common Roach story right here. <laughs> yeah, yep. And, and so Roach is stuck in midair. I'm sitting here like, yeah, yeah, come on. <laughs> and it's just and then we're going fucking nowhere, and he's like leaning back and forth. And I was like, God, I wish Xbox would record that right now because <laughs> so, it was fucking hilarious. Oh man, but yeah, The Witcher Three, man, I. I that is a great fucking game. I, you know, I to go to go back to our conversation earlier, and and one of the reasons why it's so easy to criticize games like The Witcher and Zelda is because they're so good overall that the bad parts stand out super heavily. 
Sure. Sometimes, yeah. Yeah. Like, that's one thing I've noticed. Like, when I get pissed about something in one of those games, it's like, this stands out because the rest of you is so good. It's like that fingerprint on a priceless piece of jewelry, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, you wouldn't notice it any other way, but it's like, oh, man, everything else is so priceless. Like, you're like, what is this little smudge doing here? Yeah. Yeah, Did you say it like that? <laughs> of course, man. Doing someone here. that's touching my priceless jewelry, you know? Someone's going to have to get their hand cut off is what's going to happen. It's going to have some drama in that, that presentation. Damn right. Mm-hmm. But yeah, man, The Witcher 3 is wild. That's crazy. Wait, that did you game. say The Witcher 3 is wild? Hunt? hunt? Yeah. <laughs> it's, a wild, it's a wild hunt. It's a wild it is. hunt. And for as much as the wild hunt as they talk, talk it up, I've seen them like twice. That's so all right. Yeah, just wait. It's coming. Yeah, we got a lot of them. Yeah. I've dealt with them once with that one sorceress, did you, uh, the, did, the blonde woman. Did you have yeah. the, the big bet? Yeah. I'm assuming you haven't had the big thing at, uh, you know, the, the, the Witcher Castle yet, right? That's the final. Oh, no. He's, yeah, he's, he's, he's well away from that yeah. if he just beat the okay. Bloody Baron quest. Yeah, that's, oh, okay. that, that final quest is like hours. Yeah, you think it's one of those things where you think it's over, and then there's still you're probably still not even like sixty percent of the way through the game. Yeah, because then you got to go to the ship and all that. It's like, yeah. God damn. Yeah, <laughs> Drew, this game you're gonna love it. I yeah, can't it's, wait. It's I, I am I am fucking adoring this game right now. In fact, I may actually just shelve Zelda until I finish The Witcher because I, I would because Zelda's. I mean, if you do it, you know, organically, like without. You know, looking up stuff and, and trying to mainline, you could easily spend 100 to 150 hours in Zelda. Yeah. And I want to, you know, I'm trying to take it one game at a time, you know, besides like Phoenix Down games and, and review games and stuff like that. Um, but speaking of review games, I actually played another game with uh, with Ken. Oh, yeah. Well, played, yeah, uh, we talked about that. Yeah. Yeah. We talked about it last week, but I'll, I'll delve in a little bit more since I've wrote my review. Um, but. Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon Wildlands. Wildlands. Yeah. Bro lands more like bro, it. It is bro lands, dude. I mean that's whew. so <laughs> let's let, all right. I, I just I just want I wanna say this because I've heard people talk about this game and like people are fixating on the story and conversation and how it's not drawing them in and I'm like that is the last fucking reason I came to this game. Yeah. And it's bad. Mm-hmm. It's real bad. Like, don't don't come to this game for some some t- compelling narrative and conversations. Yeah. I, I, we had, the review hasn't went live yet, but um, I mentioned that in the review. I was like, this dialogue is bad. This oh. dialogue is is it's it's like a it's borderline dad joke, but also <laughs> a very crude dad joke. Oh, it's bad. It's so bad, but I kind of enjoy it. It's so stupid. It is, but I mean the shit gameplay. Balls. Yeah, shit balls. <laughs> every 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 fucking time I get shot at, shit balls. Oh god damn it! And I'm just like, come on, you know. And but overall, I think it's a fun game. Yeah. Uh, anybody who sees my review will notice that I didn't give it. Oh man, amazing classic score. Um, and there's a few reasons wait, why. Wait, One, wait, did your did your review come out? I didn't even see it. It's not. No, it has, no it haven't went live yet. Oh, it hasn't okay. went live yet. But um, I mean, I go ahead and just say it. Fuck it. This is. I gave it a seven point five. Um, 
because it's a good game. One, there's tons of glitches in that game. Yeah. Like really bad. And two, if you're playing that game by yourself, oh. you, 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 you're not going to have that much fun of time. No. Um, well, how was the AI? Did you see how they work? The yeah, instant, I play probably, yeah. Instant I play mm. sometimes. I mean, if you tell them, like if you point out the targets, they just take them out. Yeah. Like you can just, but, you can just point and tell them to do the job and they'll do it. They'll get it done. Yeah. Wait, but wait, with, can I... Can I have those AI partners for my Overwatch games, though? Can I, can I <laughs> yeah. sign up? <laughs> no, they. regardless of what you think, they will still not stay on the payload. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Back in my day, we'd have this payload delivered already. Yeah, you know. But my thing is, is that the AI is either you'd need to tell them what to do and they do it perfectly to make it, this, this is kind of boring, or... Don't tell them what to do, and you're going to have to do everything yourself, and it sucks. So, the 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 great thing about this game is that it this is the epitome of a sandbox game, where you get three of your buddies together, you go out and you make your own fun, <laughs> and when you make your own fun, that game is fun as shit. <laughs> Like leaving people on the platform from the helicopter and then them grenade launching our helicopter. Justin was upset about that. <laughs> um, oh, shit. Luckily, that, I escaped. I laughed so hard. <laughs> but like, we're just hovering above him while he's on the ground like, you can't come. And then... <laughs> <laughs> or we constantly... Wasn't there that one where like uh, we were flying the helicopter over the place where we had to land, and we just jumped out of the helicopter, and the helicopter landed in the area, and I think anybody had killed a guy? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's small stuff like that where you just kind of like, ah, we're dicking around, but at the same time, we're getting shit done. <laughs> That's, like, fun to me. You know, it, this is, like, one of the ultimate bullshit games where you sit down, and you start playing, and you're like, okay, let's do this mission, and we're doing it, and the whole time we're just kind of goofing off, talking, and, and having a good time very social game it is and um and for the for the most part there's there's a pretty good kind of stick for everybody uh as far as upgrades go and even in story progression i mean yeah the story's stupid but you have to progress the story obviously to go to the next area to take on the next boss kind of thing um and i really like how that that's all laid out so each area has a boss in order to take on the boss you have to do certain missions gather intel stuff like that on them um, the, 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 just, just to give an example, the first area that you're in, you can find the, the recording of listening to the, the guy and his wife. Cause they're the, they're the torture area. Mm-hmm. They're yeah. in control of torture. There's, there's an audio log where the, the wife's talking about a guy they're torturing has a, has a boner. <laughs> I never said it was a good story. No, I'm saying that's, that's an example of the dialogue you have in this game. Yeah, it's so bad. bad. And, and yeah. then the, the the your teammates telling the bad jokes. Yeah, they're so bad. That's the thing that gets <laughs> on my nerves. Maybe is this that... is like an overreaction to how people were really like you know annoyed with how how you know like kind of basic the presentation for the game sounded like. You know, when they first showed off the gameplay for Ghostlands, they had those four players co-op, and they were like, boogie down, confirm kill. And they sounded like military people, and then they, they don't sound like real people. 
So maybe they just went the other direction, like 180, just went for it. I don't yeah. know. I, I, they, they probably did because sometimes whenever I shoot a guy, my character will say, kill fucking confirmed. <laughs> and I'm just like, what the fuck? You ever, heard so. him say, you ever heard the guy when you're tagging people go, and baby makes three? <laughs> <laughs> I have. Oh, man. It's good. It's good stuff. Yeah. It's so dumb. It's uh, like, this is like the Fast and the Furious version of fucking tactical shooters. <laughs> it's so dumb. Man, if you could drive a car off like a building into another building, I'd totally be down for that. Or through a helicopter. Oh, yeah, man. Driving through a helicopter. That's the shit I'm talking about. And say, like, I, I live my life one confirmed kill at a time. Hell yeah. That should be a line of dialogue right there. <laughs> But yeah, no, it's a it's a fun game. Um, I don't suggest it to people. It's going to be playing it solo. No, do not play this game single player ever, ever. Yeah, I put about four hours into it single player, and I'm like, yeah, I'm not having fun. I'm going to wait for Ken. Yeah. <laughs> that was that's pretty much it. You need at least one other person. Four makes it fucking stellar. Four makes it fun and also easier because this game is not easy. Yeah, you can die in about two hits. It's very realistic. And uh, but the enemies go down pretty quickly too. I'll, I, that's what I, one of the things I always liked about the more realistic shooters is is that I'm a run and gun kind of guy. So if I ever do run into a guy, if I can get the drop on him first, he's gonna die because I'll unload a whole fucking clip into wherever he's standing, and if he only gets hit once, he's dead. So yay! But then I'm out of ammo, and <laughs> now I have to run around. So, but now yeah, I played that. Um, uh, messed around in Civilization Six a little bit more. I'm still, I'm, I have yet to win a game. I can't win a game in Civilization Six. I have to, it, dude. It's hard to get good. Civilization Six is the Dark Souls of Civilization. Oh, for God's sake! <laughs> me once a week. Jesus. <laughs> but uh, no, nah, I think that's pretty much it. It's been a lot of The Witcher. I've really got deep into that game. All right. Uh, John, you want to talk about some video games? So, yeah, I played and finished Mass Effect 3. Whew! I'm talking about that on Phoenix Down, but we're not recording till next weekend, so it'll be a while before that goes up. But that is done. So, with that done, I played some more Zelda. And we're not going to get into that conversation again, but it's obvious that the game is the best game ever made. Um, best, best looking, best performing, you know, best just looking, everything. Best performing. Just, just best, just best controls. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Without a doubt. Um, so, no, I kind of spent uh, some of my time playing uh, a game that I got given for review, which is WRC 6, which is World Rally Championship licensed game. Um Code we got was for PlayStation 4, and uh, you know, there's been a lot of good racing games recently. So we've had things like Dirt Rally last year and, and Forza Horizon. Uh, this game is absolutely nothing like those. So it's really bad, really poor performance. Mm. Um, it's like It looks like you're playing a mobile game on your iPhone. It's got that level of quality of graphics, which I don't understand why it chugs so much, because it's going about 20 frames a second in some parts, which for a racing game is unforgivable. Um, You've also got uh, screen tearing like I haven't seen since the PS3 days. 
So it was really bad screen tearing. And I'm thinking, what, what is this game doing to, it doesn't look very good at all. So how is it struggling? But uh, just clearly a poorly made game. So hey, I will, that's uh, not great. John, I'll introduce you to um, a game series that does that miraculously. It's called Hyperdimension Neptunia. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going down that rabbit hole, my friend. I'm sorry. Everybody, everybody loves the nip nip. I There's swear, the, to, every yeah. single game, it looks like a PS2 game, and it runs like fucking dog shit. Well, let, <laughs> let's be let's be fair. The, the latest ones have been performing fine, but like if you look at the first like the first two three games on the PS3, especially, oh boy, you're in for oh my god, it's bad. It's, it's, it's eye cancer. <laughs> yeah. They still release Love, two of those a year. Cancer. Jesus. I know. Yeah. And you end up reviewing them, don't you, Drew? Uh, yeah, I haven't only... had to review them for a while. Like, yeah, they're the, they're I, the I, Dynasty I, Warriors of Neptunia Kingdom. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. If, so if I ever get an email from you, Ken, saying Drew's busy, here's a game called Hope Wait, wait, wait. Hold on, John. I'm, I'm, Are you telling me that you game. haven't reviewed a Neptunia game yet? He's next all He's this next. Time? He's next on the list. You're next no. in line, buddy. <laughs> no. Come yeah, on no, down, no, John. Yeah. Where's everybody, I, I everybody gets one. Those fucking games. Everybody gets one. Every, everybody Everyone gets, gets one. one. Great. I, well, in me um, and Drew's case, we got like four each. <laughs> like, you know, it's fine. You can, you can have one. I had to put you guys through your through your test. <laughs> through my test, bitch. I've been working for you for three years when you sent me those fucking games. <laughs> but you didn't you didn't know about them, so I was able to get by with them. Like, hey, hey, Drew, you want to review this JRPG? It's pretty good. They make a lot of them. <laughs> oh my god, that and then the fucking Mugen Souls. Ugh. Oh god. Oh man, the so Nep Nep games. You have flashbacks, Drew. Uh, I fucking hate those games. I tell you what, though, the people love those Nep Nep games, man. They sell they like do. crazy. They really do. It's, it's a hit. I think the the Vita one has been the best selling Vita game for like six months in a row. Fucking hell, Jesus. Yeah. They to be fair, sound. it's com- to be fair, it's competing with like six other games. Well, yeah, yeah. in the history of the Vita. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's bad. It's it's not a great racing game. No, like a good. I, Dirt Rally was so so good, and then uh, Forza Horizon Three was probably one of the best racing games I've played. And to come off of those to go onto this, it's a, a world's apart. In, in well, quality, you're, you're so. British, so I figured you were the only one that needed to review this game. Well, thank you. No, that's fine. Um, it's been out over here for a few months, and I had been warned. Uh, so someone had warned me, because uh, it come out, I think it came out around about, maybe, oh, January? No, it might have even been late last year, but it's been out for a little while, and someone said, oh, it's not as good as 5. I think, great, I haven't played 5, so I've got, that's no yardstick to, to compare by. But, you know, it's not great. So, uh, avoid that at all costs. Um, then I also played... What else did I play? That's my nope. favourite game. No, I don't think I played anything else. I want to start Lego Worlds. That's That came out this week. That looks quite interesting, but I haven't had a chance to fire that up yet. Um, and played a little bit of Snipperclips, because we've managed to get hold of a review for that. Uh, a code for that and um, that one I want to play though with, with Laura because it seems like that's the best way to play that game with, with two Definitely. people I've heard it's not super long but it seems to be where the fun is at 
um, two minds are better than one kind of thing. Um, uh, no, that's that's it. I mean, Zelda and, and WRC a little bit snipper clips. Um, oh, on an aside, I would like to take this opportunity to congratulate Drew because much like a toilet, he is now engaged. Yeah. Congratulations, I sir. Indeed, I should, buddy. Well, thank you. I, I don't get that reference either. I just, I just... Um, when you turn, when you lock, uh, a, a to- when someone's in a toilet cubicle, um, it says engaged. Oh, must be in Britain. It's a British thing. Uh, maybe. Yeah. He's telling no, a British thing. It says occupied. I, I thought when you were, when you flush your toilet every time you say engage. That's what I that's what I thought you were saying. But okay. Maybe that is why. No, over here then it's engaged. So that 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 joke fell on deaf ears. He's taking a number. Oh, that's okay. Sorry. <laughs> I I but thank congratulations you. anyway. Thank you very much. Welcome yes, to the so welcome to the end of your life. Of you, I guess. Yeah, well, welcome. I now have a fiance. Welcome to the end of your life. Wow. Uh-huh. So, so Drew, <laughs> let me ask you a question that you haven't heard yet. Uh, so when's the wedding? I've heard that a million times. Nah, I know. Uh, that's a joke. And uh, the wedding is going to be May 5th of 2018. Wow, the date and everything. Wow. Okay. Did you really yep. think Am that I once, that, once that started that that wasn't going to come out like two days after? Come that, on. that came out, yeah, that came out like a day after. Yeah. You kidding me? Best book my, best book my plane ticket. That's we a, got... Over we year. got we we've already got photographer we've already got venue oh Jesus the great thing is is that you don't need to do anything other than nod your head and go uh huh you are fine she will take care of everything <laughs> that'll be that'll oh. be for the rest of my life right though yeah, yeah. well that is true yeah that's she's prepping you uh, as long as she has <laughs> access to your bank account anyway you know there's nothing else <laughs> yeah you're fine yeah. Yeah, no. yeah, just just let, let her know your checking account, your number. You know, I was like, hey, just keep the numbers up there. It's yeah, fine. You're, you're, you're good. So uh, <laughs> I, I'm assuming she's not amicable to a nice, you know, day in the court. You know, just just walk into uh, a government official building and say, you know, I do, in front of two witnesses and say that's the wedding. No, that's not happening. No, yeah. she's been dreaming of a wedding since she was six okay. years old. Oh so, my yeah. god! I am oh, so god, sorry. Oh god, you are now, mate. Yep. <laughs> Oh, you are cordially oh invited to the marriage of Drew Leachman. Yeah, was... The next 12 months of your life are going to be hell. Uh, yeah. <laughs> nah, I'm excited. I, I think we're going to do good. Let's, let's, let's have a conversation yeah. with Drew in March of 2018 and see if he's still excited. Yeah. <laughs> Might be dead by then. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, John. But um, that's all I played, Jeff. So, all right, we'll talk to Jay. Jay, we're gonna have conversations. Oh, we we are, buddy. You're we are gonna, indeed. You're not gonna like him. Uh, it's, it's fine. It's fine. I I welcome all conversations. I'm I'm playing the role of Ryan Wombold this week. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's that is absolutely fine. Um, but uh, before we get into that game, I'll talk about the game that I couldn't talk about before last week, and I wrote the review for. Um, I finished uh, Adelaide Furious. It's the I think like it's like the 16th or 17th game in that series, man. There's a but, shit ton of them. I hear, I hear yeah, about them all the time. I've never played one. I, I don't think I have. Maybe I have way back in the day. But I've played a ton of them. I those are actually the good ones. <laughs> they they you come know. and go. Some of them are really good. Some of them are kind of like mediocre. You know, um, the Arlen series was really good. Arlen series was pretty good, especially the, like the plus versions of them. Like mm-hmm. they're they're like mm, and they did some good work there. But uh, now we're into the the third trilogy, and into the second game of that trilogy in the Mysterious series, right? And um, 
this game actually changes up the formula quite a bit. I'll say that when I went into this game, I was like, oh, man, finally a brick from all these open world games that I've been playing, you know, playing Horizon, playing Nier, playing, you know, Zelda and stuff like that. It's like, oh, so many open world games back to back. It's tough. And then I oh, I start up Adelie Furious, and then this game is not open world, but it might as well be. Oh, boy. That's how big these areas get. And that's the thing. Like, all the other other Adelaide games have always been, um, they they had very small areas, and they were interconnected by, you know, like, small bits of loading and stuff like that. So to have, like, this giant area when it takes, like, 20 minutes to, like, walk through one section of it. And um, it actually took me by surprise. And the big thing with this game is, in particular, the story of a journey, right? So you're playing as this girl who's been kind of in this really secluded uh, mining town that's uh, built underground. And she hasn't actually got out into the uh, outside world uh, her whole life yet. But and then when she finally does, she, you know, she's journeying through the land and trying to get to the town at the other side of the world, basically. And... You're basically moving from one town to the next, like discovering new things, recipes, and all that stuff. And that's a completely different approach to what uh, the previous games were like at all. So I thought that was pretty fascinating. But open world games that are games with large areas are hard to make, guys. They are hard to make because of you need to have like performance and stuff like that really take into consideration. And this game, um, compared to like Adelir Sophie, which is the game that came before this one. It doesn't perform very well. Like there's like massive frame rate drops all over the place, especially during certain like weather situations. The dynamic uh, night and day cycle is out of whack. Like the shadows go fucking crazy during during the the changes between the cycles. Uh, it looks weird. It's got a lot of jank to it. And I don't think like maybe they were prepared with the engine that they had to make this game this way. So that's something. But overall, I enjoyed it. But I think like. For the ambition that it had, it wasn't executed as well as that it could have been. But it, overall, it's interesting. <clears throat> and uh, as I'm losing my voice, I better get into Nier uh, Auto, uh, Automata. Because that's the game that, uh, you know, one of the games, I think top three of the games that I most anticipated uh, for this year. Uh, up there with like Persona 5 and like Danganronpa 3. That's also one of them as well. So when I finally got this game, I just like mainlined the crap out of it. So I did manage to beat it. And get the endings that that I need to say that I've seen the story, which is ending A through E, right? And uh, this game is pretty amazing. Like, man, like, like from a story and narrative standpoint, it does a lot of things that um, it it goes into areas where a lot of games kind of shy away from because it it really delves into the whole existential part of it. It's like what makes us human, what makes us conscious you know it really delves into that what makes an ai and an ai what makes a machine a machine and uh, i really like those ideas because i've always been a fan of that storyline or the concepts of ai and what is the human soul right what makes a person you know who they are is it the memories is it their personality is it their physical attributes and things like that and that it actually addresses those uh uh, concerns actually in some really interesting ways so i like that the combat obviously is platinum games it's um incredibly fast and fluid it's uh pretty brilliant like, i never i never got bored of fighting ever in that whole game um and i was always changing up my different types of weapons and stuff like that to uh, kind of go along with the 
<clears throat> whatever I felt like, I would go with something heavy. Uh, if I'm fighting something that is really big, takes a lot of damage, um, I would go for something that is light and fast. If I'm you know, up against a bunch of enemies, and in this game, you could find yourself fighting against like ten things at once, and they don't wait for you. You know, they don't like come at you like one, two at a time. They all come at you at once. So you better be prepared for that. But luckily, the game is designed in such a way where uh, you can actually go into that. But um, I'm actually more interested in hearing your thoughts about it, Ken, because uh, you're reviewing it, obviously. I'm not sure how far you've gotten into the game so far, but I want to hear your impressions on it. Yeah, I, uh, <clears throat> excuse me. I, uh, I've i actually finished uh, endings A and B. Okay, So great. I am, you know, I'm pretty good into the game. Um, I agree the story. The story is interesting. It's good. Uh, I don't think it's quite as, like, groundbreaking, perhaps, as you do. I, I I found it kind of predictable sci-fi jargon. Mm-hmm. You know, the whole of what gives us feelings I'm not supposed to feel. You know, because there's, as far as I can tell, there's technically, like, no humans in this game. They're all androids or robots. Technically, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think some of the dialogue is a little over the, uh, like, anime over the top, especially some mm, of sure. the bosses. Um, they get a little loud, screamy, yelling, nonsensical stuff. Um, my biggest issues with this game is it's an open world game, and I, for the life of me, playing through two different endings, I don't know why, because the open world just feels like a space to walk between point A and point B, and truthfully, once I unlocked the real fast travel, I never Mm -hmm. walked that fucking world again, because there's nothing in it, it's big, it's boring, it's bland, um, combat, as you said, really good, um, I like the switching between weapons. I like the um, using the the pod to do different yeah. attacks. Mm-hmm. That's really cool. Um, I like the the chip system, although it, oh, it yeah. never really explains it very well. But once you learn it, it's really neat and interesting. Um, you can have as much as you want or as little as you want. Like um, you can have chips in there that show you the mini map and chips in there that show you the you know like your XP bar and things like that. I think that's neat. You can take those away. You can add them. So it's very customizable. Um, there's a lot of things in there to make it easier for people who suck at these kind of games, which I liked. Yeah. There's a lot of auto things like auto dodge and auto attack, which for somebody who knows anything about action mm-hmm. games, things like auto attack are really annoying mm-hmm. because they're attacking when you don't necessarily want them to and things like that. So I get why they're there for people who just want to go through the story and see it. But at the same time, they're they're kind of annoying for people who are actually playing the game. Yeah, but uh, they only activate when you have the easy difficulty on. So yes, for yes. us playing on normal and hard, it doesn't matter. No, it doesn't. But it's nice that they're there for people who yeah, have yeah, seen certainly. these games and are like, I can't do these fucking crazy combos that other people do. And and truthfully, the game does get kind of crazy when you're surrounded by like 30 robots. Yeah. Um, while I like the combat, I find the enemy variety very poor. Um, there's Trash Can Robot and Trash Can Robot's Big Brother. Um, the bosses are the best part of that game, but I didn't feel like... I mean, there's enough of them, but there's so much fodder in that game that I kind of got bored fighting it. Not that the combat was bad, but their tactics never really changed. Mm-hmm. Like, there was big guys, which you just needed to stay away from their you know, their shocks and their jumps. Uh, the little guys were just fodder you hit. Um, they became more annoying than anything else when there were a lot of them because you're constantly having to dodge while trying to attack. Um, which sucks because the combat's so good. The combat is very good. Um, and also it's very jarring that that game doesn't hold a locked 60. 
Yeah, yeah. Um, That's something. Yeah, when it drops, it's really noticeable because the rest of the time that game is so fast. And I think boost mode breaks that game. Does it? Uh, I turned it on after we got the update, and mm-hmm. I was it, the the frame rate was jarring a lot more, so I had to turn it off, and that seemed to fix it. Mm. Okay, that's good to know. So yeah, that was that was weird because when I turned it on, like the, the sixty is most of the time, but when you notice it, it'll drop real quick <clears throat> and then pick back up. And when I turned on boost mode, it started doing it when I was climbing a ladder. Yeah, that's not that's not right. Yeah, so I, um, I had the, to turn that the, back off. Yeah, the drops for me usually happen when I when it's the shifting perspective and going into the, like the flying mode and stuff like that. Yeah, during yeah. those sections especially. Um, the game is usually locked at 60, but it does drop to like in the, the 40 sometimes. Mm-hmm. And obviously 40 is still pretty good, but it's when the drop happens, it's just, it's very noticeable yeah. because it's, uh, it's a lot of, it's a lot of frames dropped. Uh, yeah, the, the, like I said about the world, I was, I was very not impressed with it. There are two areas that I really loved in that game. Mm-hmm. Um, the amusement park was one of them. I thought that was really well done. Um, and then the, the one area that I really loved, you're in for like, Two minutes, which is the the copied city, which yeah. I thought that was really cool design, and like you're in there for one boss fight, and then you're right back out, mm-hmm. <laughs> and you're back into that really lame forest. Which I joked about Horizon having like five animal species. Near has two. Uh, I think I've only seen two. I've seen the moose and the boar. I think there's three, but uh, don't don't quote me on that. Yeah, it's still funny, and like there's stuff you can get to like walk up to them and ride them, but there's no mm-hmm. point in it. <laughs> it's actually pretty fun. You could you could drift them and stuff, and then I, I know, but there's like there's no point in it. And also, another thing that annoyed me to no end running across that world is she moves really fast, especially when you get the upgrade chips for movement speed, mm-hmm. until she hits a goddamn bush. <laughs> Yeah, the, the bush slows you down. It stops your running animation. I'm like, what the fuck is this? And I gotta dodge those, dodge around those, or jump over. I never bushes, did. I guess I never did find the chip to auto pick up items, so I'm still dealing with that. Wait, I'll tell you straight up where you buy it from. So. Okay, because I need that because I hate stopping and pressing circle every five seconds. The twins straight up sells them. Okay, Just the only thing I got them. from the twins was the the beacon. The thing no, that you, you, you can buy it from in this game. Yeah, the red. Don't worry about it, Drew. You don't even know what we're talking about. There's no spoilers here. Don't even worry about it. Yeah, I haven't, so, I haven't spoiled anything, but yeah, like they, I got the beacon from them that that sends out the sound. Yeah, they, yeah. they, they run a shop. Okay, it's it's near the bottom of the list. Just buy it and just put it on. It's like one of the greatest, like, <laughs> uh, like quality of life changes ever. It's like okay. oh, everything just comes to me instantaneously. So I good. do, I do like the the novelty of because I've got a couple of the other endings, the ones that happen after E. Mm-hmm. Uh, those are funny. They are like it just happens out of nowhere, and the credits, the credits roll go, real like, fast. Instantaneously. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what I'll say that I haven't uh, said before is that this game feels like a Yoko Taro game. Those people that have played games like Drekengard, played the original Nier, know what I'm talking about. What I mean is that it has those flares of oddities that you wouldn't find in other games. Like, the game goes into, like, visual novel form sometimes, mm-hmm. just like it did in the original Nier, some of the story elements that uh, can only be viewed in that element. The shift between the focuses, uh, with, like, how the camera changes and everything. And 
Yoko Taro is a huge troll. Like he'll he'll do things that you wouldn't see coming. Like you could try things out and like, what if I remove this? What if I did this at this? Yeah, moment? there's a thing and, specifically in the menu that says if you remove it, it's game over. Yeah, and then you're like, yeah, that's probably. And then yeah, it is literally just game yeah, over. Yeah, boom, you're you dead. just die. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's hilarious. Like little things like that, and the fact that this game has 26 endings. Okay, that's one ending for every letter of the alphabet. So all these little Easter eggs and things like that that are just on there for funsies, there there's a ton of it, and then you can just really discover it. And what I'll say is that the, the first two endings uh, obviously go through different perspectives of a similar thing, right? But the, when you go into the C segment, it's completely different. It's uh, it picks up exactly where the game uh, ends off. And the reason why I'm saying it is because it's very important that you know this. Because if you go into the game thinking like, oh, I'm going to beat it once and I'm done with it, you ain't seen nothing. Like, you really see nothing yet. Uh, so you, please, by all means, you have to at least get through through the C and the D and the and then finally the E ending. So, obviously, how, how long are the, how, how long how long does it take? Yeah, I, the, my first playthrough of A was about eight hours. Uh, B is even shorter because yeah. you're not playing as much, right? Yeah, I, I um, know because of what B is, it's probably mm-hmm. just pieces of other things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, C is an entirely new uh, arc. So no repeated content here. So that's probably took me about eight hours or something like that. And then um, D and E are just basically variations on the ending. So A, B, C is your main arc. And then from there, the choices that you make and things that you do will determine whether you get ending D or E kind of thing. Okay. And that's what you need to know. Uh, I will highly recommend that you try to get to C ending E before you write your review, Ken, because you're in for a good time. Um, but you know, one of the things that Nier did, uh, that was beyond anything else the other, the other games did is, um, the, one of the endings, you know, had this like fourth wall breaking moment. And I will say that it has something similar here as well. And that's what I mean by the Yoko Tower ties. Like this develop, this developer slash, you know, director of the game is very eccentric and his, his ideas and his weird concepts really shine in through this game, even though it has still has that platinum touch, you know, with the game playing so well. So it feels like a marriage of two elements. It's like having like a Suda 51 game with all the weird bullshit and dumb things that he, he does that we love, but it also plays really well. That's called Shadows just, of the Damned. Yeah. I don't think Shadows of the Damned played all that well. It played it better was, than a Suda 51 game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right about that. You're right about that. Certainly, um, but um, yeah, that's what it feels like, and I'm glad that this game is getting, I think, the exposure that um, that it deserves because you know it's it's got that demo that it got a lot of people hyped up for, it. but the fact that it came so close to fucking Zelda really breaks my heart. You know, like you can't if you if you ask me which game should I play between Zelda and uh, Near Automata, like like I can't. They, even though they're very, very different games, if you have one game to choose, it's pretty obvious what uh, the better game is, most likely, from an overall standpoint. So I wish they either delay this game or something like that into April, where there isn't too much other than you know Persona coming out. Like Maybe, maybe like end well, of they, April would have been really good for this game. They also put it out the week that Ghost Recon came out, and Ghost Recon sold really well. Did it? But yeah. to me, like I don't think people would... Well, hold some, Ghost some, Recon in one hand and call, hold Nier Automata in the other hand. And not a lot of people, but enough people to make more sales of Nier if it yeah. hadn't come out the same True. day. Yeah, that's uh, another thing. I, I wish Square Enix would stop doing this shit. 
<laughs> so I can put a put out put out their games and good good launch windows like uh give them give them the chance to thrive. But uh, yeah, that's that's how it is. I, I've really enjoyed it. I think it's certainly one of those games that's gonna be on my top ten when the end of the year rolls in. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah, I, uh, I enjoyed the game. I I obviously don't love it as much as you do, but mm-hmm. I think it's got a lot of good going on in it, and if you like character action games, you you can't do a lot better this year. At least we got one that's really, really good. Yep. Um, There is one question that I have, uh, and you can or cannot answer it, probably. (laughs) Does this link to the original Nier in any way? Yeah. Okay. I I have a question, and you don't have to answer specifically, but you could email me the answer. Mm -hmm. There's a section in, in ending A, not in the ending, but in playthrough A, where you walk out of the, uh, I think it's the abandoned factory, mm-hmm. and there's a body laying there, and when you interact with it, it gives you like a million things and a sword. Is that a reference to something? No, that's that's straight up your body from the demo. Like you know that part of the demo where you use the black box to detonate. Yeah. That's your body that you're picking up. Oh, and a different sword. Yeah, you, okay, because it didn't. Yeah. It did, like the bodies laying on the ground are very. They're not very detailed. Mm-hmm. So, uh, oh, so you just didn't look at the name. Uh, what happens? Is no, I just I just walked over and hit it because I thought it was one of the ones where you pray at. Mm, gotcha. Um, this game doesn't have an autosave, by the way. Yeah, I know. You have uh, to save manually. You have to save manually. What happens is that if you actually die, uh, your body and all the chips, which is hugely important because those some of those chips are rare, and they're there, and you have to go pick them up. Uh, it's obvious it's like a Dark Souls reference, right? So you have to go pick them up, and if you die before you can pick them up, they're gone forever. Yep. So if you if you die, you have to... But it's not that much of a factor, and things... The way the game works changes due to the narrative and how that works out, but uh, you'll see how that goes. But uh, when I when I talked about the story, that's having um, seen all of it, so I do look forward to hearing your thoughts after, like, C especially, Ken, because yeah. that's when a lot of shit goes down. So, yeah, I'm sure you're right there. So, yeah, I look forward to hearing your thoughts after that. Yeah, it's an interesting game, and it plays really well. Um, But, yeah, I mean, I played a lot of Zelda. I finished, um, you know, um, was it Horizon? Did I did I finish it last week? Oh, yeah, I finished it last week. Yeah, we talked a lot about it last week. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, I don't think I have anything to add about Zelda other than that I'm having a good time, enjoying it. I just wish that... Um, the, the the fucking gamepad was used for something, man. <laughs> That's a missed opportunity. It just makes my blood boil. It's, it's all it's constantly as I'm holding it, all I see is it blinking. Press to play on gamepad only, and it's just constantly blinking nonstop. Just like just like mocking me. It's like mm, you could be useful for something. It's like eh. no, <sighs> it's got to be on the switch. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Good games, man. Good games. No, oh, absolutely. 2017, awesome year. Uh, Ryan, you got anything to talk about? Nope. Moving on. <laughs> uh, is he still gone? Uh, he said he was back. I don't know then. Ninjas. Must have got him. Got him. Ninjas got him again. All right, well, I'll talk about the stuff I played. Um, uh, we can't hear you. Make um, sure you're not okay. on mute. He says he's talking. He's typing. This is great radio. <laughs> yes. Can we can we just pretend that Ryan is talking and then Oh just I, like, I heard something. Can you hear 
Can you hear me now? Oh, oh boy. You're, you're the bad sound. What happened? Am I the bad sound? Yeah. What happened? Hold, hold on. Should I make a note of this and edit it out? Is that what I should do? Okay, am I still am I still oh, here now? Oh, there he is. Oh, I just had to unplug my headset a couple times, apparently, and that got me back. Okay, well, then you, what, what have you been playing? Um, I have been playing the same old stuff. Um, I've been playing uh, a lot of Horizon, um, which is still awesome. I have played a lot more Zelda, which is still awesome, despite my conversations <laughs> the last couple of weeks. I'm now, uh, I think I've done 14 shrines, I think, um, and we've just kind of been wandering around a little bit. I got the the clothes to make it easier to wander in the cold and the, the uh, rock climber bandana, so... Um, I can't. I can't believe that's a missable item. It's so. It's so nice to have. Yeah. Uh, which one? The rock climber bandana. Or yeah, the, the bandana. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's much. It's very nice. Okay, tell me where to get that because I need that. <laughs> it's in. Um, so, have you gone to the uh, dueling peaks yet, or have you gone between? I am. Peaks? I am in there right now. Okay, so if you go, like, if you follow the road that goes directly, it's like a, a stream, I think, um, mm-hmm. that goes directly between the two mountains. Yeah. Um, it's it's on sort of to the side underneath that little area there. It's okay. hard for me to describe, but it's like if you go between the mountains, you'll find it. Okay. Go uh, go on the uh-huh. internet, and I'm sure somebody has a video. Yeah, yeah and it's a... Um, uh, it's uh the the bandana is not the reward for finishing the uh thing you've got to actually get the treasure chest to get it so um and the treasure chest requires a, an additional mini puzzle solve so um there's make also sure you... there's also a dungeon that will help you an item from a dungeon that will help you greatly okay uh but that's that's a that's a big dungeon so yeah, yeah so, all of the, all um, of the dungeons give you very quality of life things, which are nice. In the process of clearing out um, uh, shrines, I have um, accumulated both a guardian sword and a guardian spear. Uh, that yeah, I both, just got I just got those that were both destroyed almost instantly mm-hmm. um, upon good. being used. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've beaten two of the mini bosses that kind of wander around. Um, the the rock guy that's on the plateau. Wow, and you've then, got him. Yeah, and then the rock guy that's up in the mountains. Um, uh, the rock guys are actually surprisingly easy to. Yeah, they're beat. not bad at all. Yeah, once you understand that you can just literally just strafe around him, climb on his back, and hit the little thing with like a hammer until he dies yep. repeatedly. The- Yep, I um I will say I burned through like four weapons fighting in one because um I I uh all I had I had two guardian weapons which took most of his health away, but then all I had left was like a torch and uh a stick. So he he went he he fell to the power of my tree branch. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but um the uh, I, I I'm noticing a lot. Um, number one, I, I know we touched on it a little bit, but I, I do want to talk about the the weapon stuff just quickly. Um, I found now whether this is the purpose or not. I've found that what it does for me 
is it makes me not care at all about any of the weapons I pick up. Yeah, uh, you even, yeah. even if I think it looks cool, I'm like, man, I don't really... I mean, there's no, there's no thrill in finding a new weapon for me at this point, because I know it's just going to break. Um, Later in the game, you will find a lot more weapons that have durability upgrades, and those are the ones that you want to care about. Okay. Um, the... Um, um, but I, I've had um, I've had some uh, some cool moments so far, um, you know, dropping dropping metal boxes on bad guys. And um, the one thing I haven't tried yet that I want to try is right when I'm getting ready to get struck by lightning, throwing my uh, metal sword into a group of enemies and oh, getting nice. struck by lightning. Nice. That'd be pretty um, good. Uh, I haven't tried that yet. I've heard it works, but I haven't tried it yet. It absolutely so. works. There's enemies that you'll find. Um, obviously, some of them are sleeping, and if you sneak up on them in a rainstorm and just drop all your metal around them, yep. awesome things happen. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I'm uh, I'm looking forward to do, doing some of that stuff. I I still have not been to was it Karakino Village? Kakariko Village. Just, how is yeah. it? Like thirty years into this game's life, nobody knows how to say Kakariko oh. Village. Um, so I uh, <laughs> uh, I went to the shrine right above it, but then decided to go back and do some other stuff before I actually went into the village. So there's, I'm a, probably... there's a big plot point in the village. Big, yeah, I heard big plot point. Um, I heard. So I'm sure I'll I'll get back to that. I'm uh, I'm playing it with my son, so I don't know. We probably won't get to play much of it until next week, but. Um, I'll uh, go back and play some more before too long. Uh, I hate the fact that we, there's no multiple save files. Because um, it means that I can't have my own save file and then another save file that he and I play together. Um, but that's, I mean, most games don't have that. So Yeah, the save file system on the Switch is a pain in the ass already. It's, it's straight up Nintendo bullshit. Yeah, I heard that too. Yeah, I don't like it. You can't transfer saves, and say, it's just really a pain in the ass. Y'all, also, a funny thing somebody found out this week. Um, let's say you buy a um, an SD card, you can't move items from the internal to the SD card. Nice. Why? Why would you want to do that? No, yeah, you have to delete it and re-download it. So. Why? Jesus Christ. Because uh, it's Nintendo. <laughs> Fuck hell. Uh, I'm just, in my head, I'm just thinking about the reasoning behind that and seeing the, seeing the practicality of it, what benefits that might have, and I'm drawing a blank. There's none. There is none, yeah. There's I'm drawing none. a blank. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Nintendo, man. Nintendo, man. That's uh, all you really need to say. Oh, it's, we need a, We need a phrase, kind of like when I don't know, it's Sega. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, anything else? Uh, no, that's uh, that's pretty much it. All right. Uh, as usual, I play a lot of Zelda this week. Going to keep playing that game. Uh, I started Mass Effect Andromeda yesterday, but I can't talk about that game. Okay. Like it all. Uh, when, when, when's the embargo for that anyway? The day before the twentieth. That's. I was wondering the nineteenth. It goes. It <laughs> no, no. The day the day before it releases the twentieth. Oh, okay. The twenty. It releases um, on the twenty-first. So. But it comes out on EA Access. But EA it's, Access it's, on Tuesday. It's very limited. You don't get the whole game. 
the EA Access version well, yeah. is literally one planet. You can't go anywhere else. Yeah, that that doesn't surprise me because obviously it's a story based game. They want to keep that stuff under wraps, but yeah, I we're guess. we're allowed to stream that much of the game starting on the fourteenth, I believe. But still, no impressions, no reviews until the twentieth. That's pretty late. Yeah, so we can't can't talk about the game till then. But yeah, I've, I've a, I spent most of the weekend playing that. Um, I did play some. Looking Mar- forward to that, obviously. Yeah, yeah it's a new Mass Effect. Yeah, it's it's kind of like mm-hmm. Zelda. I've been waiting five years on a new Mass Effect. <laughs> it seems like all these games just happened, man. It's kind of crazy. What a time to be alive. What if, what, if, what if 2018 has, like, no games? And <laughs> we just pay for it. <laughs> I, I got I, all the good stuff in 2017. 2018 is nothing I, but indies. I think I'll still have plenty of stuff to play. <laughs> yeah, we still catch yeah, from 2017. 2017 yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think I'll be good. I think I'll, I think I'll have enough to play. Uh, but uh, I played some Marvel Capcom 3 on Xbox Live. Mm, um, okay. I don't know if it was just us, but man, that game is laggy as fuck. It is not good. So that was disappointing. I did finally play some Overwatch. It's been like almost a month. Is uh, Orisa out yet? No, she is not out. And the patch is not out because Junkrat's bomb still hurt him. Oh, that's a good change for it Junkrat. Is, it's, oh, I man. was so hoping that was in last night. It is not in yet, uh, which also means Anna hasn't been buffed, so people were abusing the hell out of her last night. I'm sorry, she has been nerfed. Nerfed, yeah. yeah. She got nerfed heavily, so people were, were oh, getting yeah. their uh, were getting their Anna fix last night. I can't, night. I can't do that. Uh, that Zen buff with the Discord going through. Oh, various... I so can't wait. nice! I can't wait for that. That wait junk... a minute, I, I haven't seen these patch notes. I gotta yeah, look at this. So, you so said... Junkrat, uh, his bombs no longer hurt him. Okay. Uh, uh, Anna's losing. What is it? Fifty percent on her attack power, and thirty percent on her. Uh, Health bomb. Wow. Yeah, so she's getting yeah. nerfed heavily. Uh, Zen can now do Discord orbs through walls, which is what fucking game changer, baby. Yeah, did. <laughs> so you can do like if Reinhardt is holding up a shield, right? And then there's uh-huh. like a Mercy or something like that behind the shield. You can Discord the Mercy behind the shield, and Winston can jump in and fucking assassinate that bitch. Okay. And just get out. Yeah, it's, it's so nice. It's a beautiful change. I as a Zen player, like that's. I'm super hyped for that. That and Junkrat. But it's just it's just shields. It's not it's not through walls. And no, shit. no, no. It's through shields, but yeah, shields yeah. is a huge, huge deal. Right yeah, because you cause you used to be able to orb through, especially with Orisa coming, who has another shield. So like now, I there's think like that's four what they're shields. doing. They're prepping. They're prepping for Orisa. Yeah. So I can orb through Winston Shield and Reinhardt Shield, and oh, it's a beautiful thing. <laughs> so, but yeah, I, I got my wheels back on that last night. I played for a couple hours. It took it took me a few matches to get back in my groove, but it feels good. It feels good to go back. To, I did play some Lego Worlds. Um, I'm reviewing that. Cool. That's, that's a pretty neat little game. <laughs> like it feels. Yeah, like I'm a, looking forward to giving it a shot. It feels like a really, um, like a very much a Minecraft clone, but it does have like a. Which is ironic. Well, yeah, because it's Legos, but yeah, yeah, it's ironic that that's what. But you can you can I, I, you can be more detailed with your building, so you can resize the blocks. Yeah, yeah I um I played a little bit of the beta um back when it was on uh, available on PC, and it was, I mean, it's probably very different now. I've fine tuned it because this was maybe sort of six eight months ago, 
but I did enjoy it because you had that ability, you know, you just pressed a button and it would dig out however, you know, you wanted to do it. It was nice and easy. Um, and it was, qu- it seemed quicker. Yeah, it's, to, it's to fast. Create stuff. And you can, you can build like uh, blueprints and just build things like you can scan them and then you can just rebuild them, which is kind of cool. Um, and then it and has, all the like, different areas as well. Yeah, there's a lot of different areas and stuff, and like everything you scan goes into your your toolkit, and then you can just reproduce it whenever you want. Um, there's a single player mode that takes you through different worlds and collecting gold bricks, which is kind of cool because it teaches you how the tools work. Um, cool. It's a neat game, and especially for thirty bucks, it it feels like a game that'll do well, especially since kids are obsessed with the Minecraft building thing. Uh, mm. When you combine it with Legos, that makes it you know a lot a lot more appealing with the name recognition, I guess. Um, I think that's it. I already talked about Near. Played that. Played a bunch of Zelda. Uh, I did check out that Disc Jam game. Oh yeah, how's that? It's fine. I I don't see it becoming the phenomenon that Rocket League did, like a lot of people thought it was going to. Yeah, yeah I keep hearing the older. Oh, it's you know this year's Rocket League, but I, I haven't had a chance to play it yet. So it's very bare bones. Like it's it's straight up multiplayer game. Like there's a single player option, but it's not very good. Right. It, it reminded me. I was trying to think. What was the game on Xbox where it was like a uh, almost like a disc fighting? You talking about Death Row? Uh, yeah, Death Row. Yeah, it's it's kind of similar to that, except it's it's. That was a great game. Yeah, Death Row was awesome. <laughs> the the game that I love that nobody ever played. <laughs> <clears throat> that game was great. Yeah, uh, this is more like air hockey, so it's like one on one or two v two. Yeah, but it's it's fast and you can do like crazy moves and stuff. I mean, it's fine. It's not a bad game. It's just I don't see it gaining the traction that Rocket League did because it's not as easily accessible as Rocket League was. Mm-hmm. Like Rocket League took off because it was easy to play and it was fun right out of the gate. This feels like it's got a it's got a pretty high learning curve to get mm-hmm. good at. So I don't know. I don't know that I'll play it anymore if that tells you anything. And I played a lot of Rocket League. That was a good game. Uh, but I think that's it. Um, this week is probably the slowest week we've seen for releases in this massive 2017 year of the big game. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there is a few things coming out that are, are interesting. Uh, Rampa 1 and 2 Reload is hitting PS4 this week, so... If you have not had a Vita to play those games? Yeah, I mean, if you haven't had a Vita or a Vita TV to play, or a PC, actually, because both the games are on PC as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, I haven't seen how the port is, but what I've been told is that it's just a PC version, you know, just on the PS4. And the PC version has, you know, higher resolution. Uh, was it the uh, character? What is those safe? Is it? character portraits and things like that so it just looks clean uh, sounds sounds good so you know me and drew love duncan rumpa so if you if you if you're ever been interested and didn't have a way to play it by all means give it a shot you're gonna love it yep. yeah that's out this week uh death squared hmm. I, I don't know what that don't is. Know. uh the sequel to sticks you remember sticks yeah. This is the best name because you can reword it. It's called Shards of Darkness, but I like to call it Shards of Darkness. <laughs> Shards! 
<laughs> Shards of Darkness. Uh, that's out this week. I'm interested in that game. I'm very concerned that it's fifty dollars. Wow, the other one was quite cheap. Wasn't yeah, it? Is, this, it was a, is this retail? Yeah, it's fifty bucks. It, it'll be free on PS Plus or Xbox Live <laughs> and like a couple yeah, months. I'm sure. I love the first game. I thought it was really it was good. Neat. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. I thought it was good. Uh, so I'm interested to check this game out. I, I still very uh, the original is very uh, very thief. Uh, yeah, like, like it was. It was really good stealth. Really terrible combat, but really good stealth. Yeah, yeah. Um, also out this week is Kona. That was a big game, and I don't remember exactly why. It's an Kona. Indie, Kona. K O N A. Uh, there was a lot of people talking about the game. It's an action adventure. I don't really know much about it, but I've heard of it, and people talk highly of it. I think it's been mm. out on PC for a while. It's um yeah, got really it. positive reviews on uh, Steam. Yeah, it's out on PS4 and Xbox One this week, so it looks kind of like an adventure game. Hmm. Interesting. Somebody somebody swallowing something over there? I can hear you. Is that you, John? No, not me, I'm not eating. Uh Neurovoider. I don't Okay. I don't know. That's that a little is. weird sounding. Yeah, I don't know what that is. Uh the binding of Isaac Afterbirth Plus is hitting the switch this week. Oh, oh wow, right. that, that wouldn't be worth a shot. I, I guess if you like that game, I think it's a terrible game. I do. I love <laughs> I, I agree. That's a that's a like cult favorite game. Yeah, it's a love or but, hate yeah. game cuz yeah, I mean even on this podcast like either we love it or we hate it. Yeah, I couldn't stand it. I hated it. Well, it's, it's procedurally generated, so I know Ken's going to hate it immediately. Uh, procedurally generated doesn't... I love Rogue Legacy. That's like yeah. one game out of like a billion, Ken. Come I on. like Lego Worlds. Is that procedurally generated? Yeah, every level is uh, randomly generated, so... Yeah, that's, that's weird. Okay. Uh, Double Breakout is coming to the 3DS this week. <laughs> so whatever that is. Um... There's a Wii U game. There's two Wii U games coming out. Uh, Blue Collar Astronaut. Okay. okay. Wasn't there a movie like it's like Astronaut Farmer? Or is that based on that or something? You're talking about Mar- the Mars movie with uh, Matt Damon. Uh, no, 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 no. no. That's, uh, that's the Martian. You talking uh, about the uh, the um, Billy Bob Thornton? Yeah, cowboy something cowboy, right? Space, Space Cowboys. Cowboys. Space yeah, Cowboys. Clint, Clint Eastwood's in that movie, right? And uh, Tommy Lee Jones. Tommy Lee Jones, yeah. So it's basically old dudes in space, is what it's... (laughs) Okay. Old dudes in space! (laughs) Okay. So, Double Breakout was so big on the 3DS that Double Breakout 2 is coming to the Wii U on the 16th. Awesome. (laughs) The Wii U? Wow. Who said it was dead? (laughs) That is so weird to me. Like, it literally lists Double Breakout for the 3DS and Double Breakout 2... For the, the Wii U. What the hell is That's... going on in this world? <laughs> Alright. Uh, fun PC games coming out this week. The first one on the list is A Girl's Fabric Face. What? <laughs> that is the title of the game? Yep. A Girl's, a girl's Fabric, fabric Face. face. <laughs> oh, <clears throat> man. This is good. It sounds exactly like the kind of game I will not play. There's a game coming out called Badass, all in capital letters. Of course it's in capital letters. Um, you don't call your game Badass and then uh, make it not all in capital letters. Alright, the next the next title I want you to try to say three times fast. Finnamore Fillmore, the Westerner. 
Nope. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and finally, in great names in PC games, we have Gun, Gun, Gun. Also, all capitals, all one word. Is that the sequel to Tank, Tank, Tank? <laughs> <laughs> tank, Tank, Tank eventually went free on the Wii U, if I remember correctly. And it wasn't a bad game. The best thing about that game is like being able to see the dude's face from the Wii U camera while you were playing. Mm-hmm. That was neat. That was back when they were trying to make use of the game pad. <laughs> oh, news. Uh, an Injustice character will be announced this week. Apparently it's the, being the, done. The announcement of an announcement. Lovely. But it's apparently being done by, um, what's the dude's name from Rasslin? Um, the guy that does the bootios and stuff. Oh, Xavier Woods? Yes. He has his own gaming web channel. Yep, up, up, down, down. Yeah, he's revealing the character. <laughs> nice. I have no yeah, his channel's gotten his channel's gotten pretty big over the last year. He so. is a he is a big gamer, but we know why it's popular, it's because he's a famous wrestler. So Right. Yeah. He's a he is though, I mean he's a uh he he's a, a gaming personality. He's a legit gaming personality. Oh no, well. absolutely. I've seen him in like streams and stuff. Like he really he really does love his games. Yeah. Um but he will be revealing the new character uh this week on his channel. Uh, lots of Mass Effect news. The launch trailer was out. Um, Call, Call of Duty Four is getting uh, Call of Duty Four Remaster is getting new DLC that wasn't in the original game. What? And it's cost. <coughs> it costs more than it did. Well, of course, it's Call of Duty. Yeah. It's yeah. Call of Duty. It's funny. it's funny. Anybody ever heard of the MMO called Terra? Yeah. Yes. It's coming to console, PS4 and Xbox oh. One. Huh. So, there is that. Um, it, it's amazing. Packs happened this weekend. You wouldn't know by the news. So, there's not a lot of news. Nintendo has issued a statement saying that the Switch does not have uh, is not facing any quote widespread technical problems. So they're basically saying that the Joy-Con issue is a is a small sampling. So, okay. Which sucks. Now, is it is either that or the dead pixels? Or the scratching the screen, putting it in and out of the dock. You or know, scratching but, a screen. Yeah. Which I don't have to worry about because it's never coming out of my dock again. <laughs> you guys have dead pixels and scratches on it already? I don't. No. It's what people are saying. They're dead pix- uh. Nintendo put out something saying um, uh, uh, dead pixels don't constitute a uh, warranty issue. Does it? Does it not? Isn't it? Nope. And that's the same with a lot of technologies. I mean, you don't see it so often anymore because it's kind of the the quality of screens has gotten better over time. But uh, back when you had things like even like the Vita and the PSP and stuff like that, there were dead pixel issues where you'd get the odd dead pixel or two. And Nintendo said, and they they wouldn't constitute a warranty issue either. Uh, but Nintendo have confirmed it. But some people are saying that there are they're having oh, issues. Like I, I remember getting a monitor, you know, brand new out of the box, and when I noticed like a dead pixel, I took it back to the store immediately and got a new one. So I don't, I don't know. So if you if you bought a switch and then you got a dead pixel after like a day or two, uh, you can't just like you can't just get it. a new one. No, they won't replace. Nintendo won't replace it. The store may just depend on the store, but I don't know. 
Not, not like you could get one anyway, but you know. Oh, I've actually heard that you can actually walk into stores and pick up the Switch pretty easily. Maybe you should walk into a store and see how those people are lying. Uh, it's like why would I? Why I mean, I, I I've been I've been in every possible store since the launch, and I've not seen one. So okay. Um, Sonic uh, Mania. They showed off a new trailer featuring the Green Hill Zone because, of course, there's a Green Hill Zone. Yeah. When's that game coming out? It's in the spring or summer, I think. Hmm. So it is this year. Uh, that news is useless because the weekend will be over by the time you hear this. Uh, PS4 was the number one selling console in February, according to NPD. So it's been back on top for a couple months now. Uh, I'm curious what the numbers will be for March for Switch. I don't know. I've heard Switch did pretty well. It should close out at around close to a million by the end of the month from what I'm hearing. Okay. So, not bad. Solid stop. Yeah, not a bad launch. Uh, there was a 15-minute trailer of Shadow of War. Did anybody watch it? It was actual gameplay. Wait, 15-minute trailer? Yeah, it's a 15-minute walkthrough of a siege on a castle. Apparently you can have it. your own army now. Like in this game? Yeah, and there's it's like a base attack kind of mode as well where yeah. you infiltrate areas that are controlled by orcs and then you can go attack them when you think you're strong enough and depending on who the skill level of the the orcs that you've got under your control uh, are, it'll sort of turn the tide and you take take it over and then you could they can produce things like um, minerals and bit or like there'll be things like uh, what's the word I'm thinking for they, they produce stuff anyway that you'll need to just maybe level weapons up. Because it's loot-based now, of course it is. So everything is, an open world, everything is an open-world loot-based game now, just in case you haven't mm. noticed. I don't know, it looks neat. So, looks cool. Yeah, yeah, the first game was good, good combat, you know, interesting story. I'll play the second one, we'll see. Uh, Gran Turismo Sport is getting a closed beta. Uh, and the only way to get into it is to be invited through a PSN message, <laughs> apparently. So, if you get one... Are they are they even... Do you have to actually request to be invited? No, or do it's you just, just get invited? It's, it's just random from what I'm hearing. They'll just send wow. you a PSN message. I guess it's for, you know, power users of the system or something? I don't know. Mm, yeah, maybe. What constitutes a power user, anyway? Somebody that plays a lot. Is that is that all it takes, or do you have to have like played a lot of driving games? I don't, know about I don't, that stuff, right? I don't know what their criteria is, but they have access to all that data, so mm. I don't know. Uh, speaking of PS4, the new firmware is out, so now you yeah. can you can turn on Omega Boost mode. Uh, <laughs> a couple other things in there: new share factory is available. Um, more options. Custom wallpapers. Yeah, Maybe. custom wallpapers. Yes. You can change the color of your <clears throat> profile background, mm-hmm. which I played around with and is completely useless. There's only four fucking colors. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, there was another big thing in that patch that a lot of people were looking forward to. What was it? Besides boost mode, there was... Uh... Oh, the um, hard drive support. Yes, yes, yeah. that's the big one. Yeah, Certain the hard, hard drive, drive support, yeah. which is nice. It yeah. sucks that it only supports one, which is stupid, but... Still nice that it's there, but still you get up to eight get, um, terabytes, and that's all right. Yeah, if you want to pay that kind of price for one, I, I I think you could buy a two and you'd be fine. 
Um, if you want to see the achievements or trophies for Mass Effect, they're out there. There's one for banging three people. Of course there is. It's <laughs> <laughs> funny. Um, Injustice 2 did get some new characters unveiled this week, but they were all people you expected, like Green Lantern and a couple mm. other people. So they weren't official announcements. Actually, um, speaking about Mass Effect, I wonder if we'll have that same dumb controversy about the sex scenes in this one as we did in the other games. I do you think? Do you think we're we're at a place in the industry and in kind of like social media where people will be outraged with this shit again, or is this just kind of kind of over right now? Are we are we done with that now? Nobody considering considering how much nudity is in The Witcher Three. I think we're good. It's true. Yeah, so. I don't. I don't think there's been a controversy about sex scenes in video games for a while. Um, yeah, not much going on. Naughty Dog co-president is retiring after 15 years. Um, yeah, that's a uh, new uh, No Man's Sky patch hit, and it. Uh, oh yes, I tried that out. Um, I. For a few moments, I did forget about that. Um, the HDR looks really good because you can imagine that game's quite colourful, and the 4K resolution does. It seems okay. It seems like it. Uh, it looks pretty good. They also uh, added maybe. a photo mode and a and a vehicle that you can drive around, which is called the, path, no the, the Pathfinder, path <laughs> which, is, which is also what they're called in Mass Effect. Exactly. That's why it's funny. Uh, also, if you were looking forward to playing Conan Exiles on a console, you will not get Dong Slider. Oh, oh she won't. What's you even won't the get point of playing all, I would imagine. Like, <laughs> Has yeah. anybody seen that GIF? <laughs> I did. It was on my timeline for a bit. <laughs> I had to pause it because it was like, mm, oh, too much. Okay. But it's pretty funny. That's a funny reaction to it. You had to pause it because. Mm. <laughs> it's just it's just literally just going at it. It's like I don't. Know. Oh man, this is hilarious. Um, I think that's it. I think it's all the big stuff for this week. Uh, so let's go to emails. I have some emails. Uh, the first one comes from Henrik. It's called the Emotional Roller Coaster. Uh, it says, "Hi fellas, I wrote in a few weeks ago about my experience with Final Fantasy 15." How it should have been more centered around Jacobos. Uh, but it grew steadily. You know what? I'm just going to keep doing it. You know what? I don't care. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. But it overall grew steadily on me as I played through. I was on Chapter 7 at the time, still open world. Uh, since then, I've completed the game and was going to do a whole spiel about it, but I'll just summarize it. What utter shit. <laughs> I mean, come on. Lazy solutions, no explanations for time skips, enemies, NPCs, uh, bosses that you can literally warp spam to kill the infamous Chapter crap, I mean 13, uh, when the credits rolled, I uninstalled two seconds later, gave it back to my brother, and good fucking riddance. Never <laughs> have I had such a weird gaming experience, getting my hopes up through the first half, just shattering that hope hard, making me more and more pissed off. Seriously, at the end, I was shouting at the TV slash game of how fucking dumb it was. Um, however, I played For Honor when it launched, and man, such a great game. Ken said it best about the campaign with the phrase, it was better than expected, but it should have been more interesting. Uh, the combat is solid, the characters varied, and I thought it was uh, I thought I was in for the long haul. Then I started Horizon. 
Guys, I think I'm falling in love. Unholy God, this game is freaking amazing. I thought I might enjoy it before I picked it up, uh, but I was not prepared to be absolutely mesmerized by this world. And what a world. So pretty, so expansive, so populated. The combat is amazing. The difficulty setting playing on hard is perfectly balanced. The movement of Aloy, just her walking, running, jumping, everything feels fluid. Uh, the enemies are excellent. The humans are okay. Not super interesting yet, as I'm just 15 hours in. But the machines, oh my lord, the machines. Such an incredible and formidable opponents. The ways you can take them out. The varied weaknesses. The large range of weapons at your disposal. Just amazing. Some of the voice actors and facial animations are a bit wonky for some of the side characters, but for the most part, it's pretty good. Two things I want to comment upon when it comes to voice actors and facial animations. First of all, I almost pissed myself when I realized Aloy is voiced by the same woman who does Chloe, the blue-haired girl from Life is Strange. Oh, yeah? I Uh, did not know that. Fascinating. my, My favorite game of all time. Second, the character Aaron. Uh, you meet him briefly during the ritual in the beginning, and later in another place. Uh, his voice actor and facial animation emotions reactions is the best I've ever seen in a game. Uh, my jaw dropped whenever he performed his lines because it's the first time I've had the feeling of watching an actual person in a video game. You should play Uncharted. Uh, such a shame I'm only playing on the PS4 Pro, but sadly not on a 4K TV yet. Uh, there is no question about it. Horizon is one of the best experiences I've had in many years. It's probably going to be either my game of the year or top two. Anyone still hesitant about this game, go pick it up right now. It's just that incredible. Just wanted to share my gaming updates with you as I have actually put some time into console gaming. Besides the usual Heroes of the Storm, I play almost every day. Two years going strong on that front. Is this Drew? Did Drew write this email? No. (laughs) Here's here's my thing about um, Horizon. For some reason, I have no desire to play that game. Huh. Drew, you you should play it. I, I, I don't know why. I just don't... Like, I have... I don't. I have no feeling whatsoever to go play that game. Well, I don't do you think have I, the game, Drew, or do you not? I don't think you. No. Should, I don't think you should bother with that game with Witcher and Zelda right behind it. But yeah. after you get through those, definitely check. It yeah, out. play it. It's it's worth playing, Drew. You'll like it. You'll I like mean, it. I'm sure. I, I, that's the thing is, like, I'm sure it's quality, but I, for some reason, maybe it's just because I'm like I have so many fucking open world games. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you know, yeah, I'm kind of like you. overloaded, and I'm just like I don't want to play that right now. You know. Yeah, there's a uh, lot of open world fatigue right now for sure. But Drew, it's so good. It is. I'm sure it is. Really I'm sure it is. I'm not bashing the game or anything. I just for some reason I just don't feel like playing it. But but then again, maybe the next game you should play is Near Automata instead. <laughs> I would play I would totally tell you to play Horizon first, but that's me. <laughs> I'll be honest with you, probably the next game after the games that I own now is probably gonna be Mass Effect. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, I mean, you're coming right off 1, 2, and 3. Yeah. Why not go into 4? Yeah. Oh, I can't wait to talk about that game. I'm excited to talk about that game. Uh, Daryl sends us an email. It says, great start to 2017. We've had this conversation a lot on the show. It says, well, hi to ho Just wanted to comment on the amount of great releases over the last six months. I do not remember a stretch of this many great games at one time. The first quarter of this year is generally light and full of cast-offs from the holiday season that were sure to get crushed. I personally think this first quarter has been better than the holiday season last year. What do you all think? Yes, I do too. Mm, yeah, I, I 100% mm. agree. I've never seen a quarter pretty, one this strong. Uh, yeah. He says, and as a refresher, and yes, there are many others you could add to the list, October through December of 2016 had Mafia 3, Gears of War 4, Battlefield 1, Titanfall 2, Call of Duty Infinite Warfare, Dishonored 2, Watch Dogs 2, Final Fantasy 15, and The Last Guardian. 
Uh, all Those sequels. Good. He says all sequels except Last Guardian and a bunch of multiplayer shooters. Now, January to March of 2017, Resident Evil 7, Yakuza 0, Neo, For Honor, Halo Wars 2, Horizon Zero Dawn, Zelda Breath of the Wild, Nier, Mass Effect Andromeda, and Persona 5 on April 4th. Uh, a nice. Oh, that's not far off, thank God. It's less than a month till Persona 5. Uh, Jesus. A nice mix of sequels, big hitters, and new IPs. I think quarter one sales will outperform quarter four last year. Better games, I think. 2017 looks to be one of the best. Happy gaming. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, I can't. I, I just feel like I'm going nonstop. Like it was, you know, Yakuza to Gravity Rush to, or starting with Resident Evil and then into friggin' Horizon, Zelda, now near straight into Mass Effect. It's just, it's insane. Yeah, and the best thing is whatever genre that you're interested in, whether it's like RPGs or shooters or like even RTS, right? Because we just had Halo Wars two. It's like, whatever game you're interested in, there's, like, a good game, like, an excellent game that you could play of that genre right now from this quarter. And then in April, you get JRPG Persona 5 and 3D platformer Ukulele. Mm. And, oh, yes. And, yeah. every, and a game everybody should play, because I'm not going to talk, stop talking about it until y'all motherfuckers play it, is Voodoo Vince is launching in April for 15 You're the only person that's talking about that game. $15. Buy that game. It's fifteen dollars. It's, 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 it's probably garbage. No one should play it. You know, nah. it looks bad. It's like you know, it's like eh. it's better than Zelda. <laughs> Is it now? Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, no! Seriously, if you if you like three D platformers, you should play Voodoo Vince. It's uh, it's out in April. It's fifteen dollars. It's on PC and Xbox One. So, uh, Antonio sends us an email just entitled Entrogy Radio. It says, the first game I had for the PS1 was Doom. God, the PS1 version of Doom was so good. Uh. Uh, It says, I was in middle school and never finished the game because the game freaked me out. Uh, The satanic imagery, monster closets, and dark rooms were too much for me to handle. No idea why my mom got me the game, considering I never asked for or heard of the game. Fast forward to just a few weeks ago, I bought Doom for the PS4 on sale for 20 bucks, and damn, that is the best 20 bucks I've spent in a very long time. Uh, it was such a surprising and refreshing detour from other games. I just beat it a few days ago, and now I'm eagerly going back through the levels to grab everything I missed. Doom is definitely going down in my top 10 games of this generation. Doom's pretty good. It's really good. Uh, Sean writes in and says, Nintendo and Sony question. Uh, sup guys, hope all, all is well. Figured I'd write in this week about a buying problem I'm currently having with Sony and Nintendo. Currently, I only own the Xbox and a high-end PC this generation and haven't pulled the plug on PS4 or Wii U. Um, meaning this could be the first generation I haven't owned at least two of the big three console systems. Mainly early on it was because they didn't have anything I wanted, but now Uncharted, Horizon, and a few others, I feel like I could want a PS4. On the flip side, with all the gaming outlets hyping up Zelda right now, I feel like getting a Nintendo again, but with the Switch out, it's hard to justify a Wii U purchase seeing that it's only 50 less than a Switch. What's funny though is that if Nintendo would stop playing this coy want it because you can't get it mentality with their supplies lately, I probably would have dropped the 400 or so on a Switch controller game on an impulse buy. But with no supply, that fixes the impulse buying. 
They could have had plenty of supply if they designed one switch with a screen and another switch mini without the screen, built like an Ouya and $75 cheaper, but that's their own mistake. My current logic is that I feel if I want, if I, I should wait on both systems until E3 this year and see if Sony announces the PS5. Since if it's fully backwards compatible, I could just skip the PS4 together. Or with Nintendo, I could wait for the Switch to see if they announced any virtual console for the uh, Wii U titles as well. That will not happen, just letting you know. No, that's that's not happening this year. Oh, they'll never put Wii U titles on virtual console on the on the Switch. No, I was, I was also talking about that and also the PS5 announcement this year. That's not happening. The PS5 announcement will not happen at E3 this year, but I guarantee you that they're they're going to talk about that real soon because the, the Pro is not what they wanted it to be, I don't think. Uh, any thoughts on this topic? Either way, in another week I'm going to have my hands full with Mass Effect, but really looking forward to April gaming with the possibility of getting one of these new consoles. Um, I will just say that it really depends on how much Nintendo you want, but the Wii U has a great library now. Um, yes, it does. And it's totally worth a pickup, especially since you can get Zelda, you can get Mario, you can get Bayonetta. I mean, there's just a ton of great games on there if you can get it. On the other hand, the PS4 has some really sweet-ass exclusives that you should really play. Yeah. Um, Horizon. The way I will tell you to do is um, <clears throat> look at the exclusive games for each system, right? Just pull up a list. There's like a list of it all, all over the internet. And get, get out in a little notepad and put one section for PS4, one section for Wii U, right? And write the game that you want... And then next to it, put one through five of how much you want. Five obviously being the one that you want. So let's say you have Zelda Breath of the Wild that might be like a four or a five, right? And then you have Horizon Zero Dawn that might be a four or five. And then you keep going down the list. You put, And then whatever game or whatever has the most amount of points, get that system. It's as simple as that. It just make it into a numbered game. Uh, don't, don't let the hype of the Zelda saying, like, oh, it's one of the greatest games. It is still one game. Compare that to, like, like the six other exclusive games on uh, was a PS4 that came out recently, uh, it might not hold up. You know, like you can't play Neo, you can't play you know Gravity Rush Two, you can't play those games on any other consoles. You know, so and also you own an Xbox and a powerful PC. That's weird to me. Still, like you can play every game that's on Xbox on a powerful PC, but I get it. You know, you like using you know the the Xbox uh, thing on the. Ah, it's on the TV and everything, but eh, it's, it's that's you, one you system. Need to, you need to stop worrying that. about that because I'm exactly the same way, and you know that. <laughs> I know, I know, and you you brought it up, but it's like you can play everything but better on your PC. It's like, uh, why do you own it? It's not better Thomas. for me if I can't play it on my TV. You can play it on your PC. Not to mention, you know, PC games. You know, as much as you, as much as everybody high and praises them, they're there's still issues where, like, when you do your updated drivers for your video card, it totally fucks your game. There's, like, there's possibilities of that, sure, yeah. And there's I possibilities just, of it, but I'll tell you this. In the past five years, I have never experienced that. I just experienced it with Forza Horizon. Really? Forza, Forza Horizon was broke as fuck on the PC, but it worked perfectly on my Xbox. Mm. Yeah. I, guess I, haven't, ha- I haven't had a game much. do that in a long, long time. Yeah. yeah. I just I just prefer to play on my TV and not have to worry about drivers. I just that's just me. And there's a lot of people like that and I don't discredit people who prefer to play on the PC. That's your thing. But I find it funny that PC gamers just don't understand the reverse. No, it's not a it's not a matter of understanding. It just um 
what what we value is kind of different, you know. So what we prioritize is different. To me, what I prioritize is the game running as fast and smoothly as it can, and that tends to happen on the you know the platform that is more powerful. Obviously, when you put into consideration things like multiplayer, you know, the controllers, things get a little bit more complicated. But because I'm you know fairly you know tech savvy because of the business that I am. Uh, that like driver stuff like that doesn't that has never b- even been an issue once in my entire life. So well, of course that's because yeah. it's you. But then you look at a situation like Drew had before <laughs> we started the show. There's a lot of people like that that just want to put the gun. No, 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 yeah, yeah that's what I mean. That's like, yeah. that's why we're we're talking from their very very different perspectives. Is, is all I'm saying. But uh, yeah, just uh, go by the point system and just think about all the games that you want and just go where the games are. Yep. Just uh, figure out where the most games you want to play are and go there. And don't worry about a Switch right now because Zelda is the only thing on it that's mm-hmm. that's really like a system seller, and you can get that on the Wii U, and it's perfectly fine. So, uh, Twitter, flop over to the Twitter. We've got some tweets. Uh, this one comes from the Apocalypse. He says, "I can't believe." Oh wait, I think I read that one last week. The yeah, I read that one last week. Uh, Josh says, I watched a comparison video and it seemed nearly identical. That was in response to the, uh, Zelda on the Wii U versus the Switch. Uh, M.O. Beast says, apparently from what I've heard, the Xbox Game Pass will be more like the EA service than PlayStation Now, meaning the games will be downloads as opposed to being streamed. Yes, we talked about that last week. Yeah. Uh, so in theory, you should be able to finish games that get taken off the service as long as they're downloaded. That is not true. Yeah, that's uh. There's a thing called licensing, yep. and what they do is that they there's a strict day limit, and they could, when that time limit is up, you can no longer access that game. Yep. There's a there's a if you're if you're in the uh, preview dashboard, they've started rolling out the Xbox Game Pass to people in that so that they can test it, and what it does is it shows up in your subscriptions, and then there's a license for every game on the service, and when that license expires, the game no longer boots. So that's how that works. I've had, I've had that issue happen with me on PS4 before where I will lose my game licenses and I have to like go into the setting and say this is my primary PlayStation 4 again. Yes. That's happened to me like twice. And I'm like, I can't access any of the games that I have because it says, oh, you're not, this isn't the right PlayStation. Yep. That's uh, hmm. that's the future we live in is licenses. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, when your PlayStation Plus subscription like lapses, all your you know obviously you still have it on your system, but you can launch them because your licensing your subscription ran out. So you would have to up uh rerun it, and then you have to, have to be connected to the internet. It'll verify it once, and then it'll be good for like that year or what, whatever long the subscription is for. Yeah, remember that thing Xbox tried to do at the beginning of this generation? Everybody threw a shit fit over. That happened anyway. <laughs> Just saying. Uh, to a lesser degree, but I know it what you did, mean. and it's it's going more towards what they said. Once again, they were they were forward thinking, but it was just not what people wanted to hear. Yeah, of course. So, yeah. uh, D1 says uh, Zelda is a great, but not the greatest awesome game, but in the realm of Nintendo. I, that's a weird jumble of words that I don't. I, I I get what he's saying, but it's also weirdly worded. Yeah, it's like when you try to say things on Twitter, you have to jumble things up sometimes. I hate Twitter. But yeah, I love so. Twitter at the same time. I don't know how that works. <laughs> it's a hate, hate and love relationship, man. I know how it you is. feel. Uh, Mookie says, Wombat doesn't play um, uh, much, but he has strong opinions on games. <laughs> it's true. 
I was never a Zelda fan, to be honest, so I've, I've never... If I ever play the Breath of the Wild, I will come up as a consumer's opinion. I'll give it a shot. Hey, I was a consumer of Zelda. I paid $100 for the collector's edition. Oh, is that what he means by consumer? Like whether you get a review code or not? Is that, I, I think so. I think that's a, a lot of the big differences. Is, you know, we talk about games, and a lot of times we didn't pay for them. Mm, not um, me. Yeah, I know you pay for everything that you buy, except for your game fly. I mean, you you pay the monthly, yeah. but you don't pay the sixty yeah. straight out of the box right. for. Right. Uh, he also says, if you have one game that you don't want to be interrupted from having sex, what game will it be? Wow. What? What? <laughs> Are you having sex with the game, or are you having sex to play the game? Like, is someone offering you sex while you're playing the game? What's I think that's um... what he's talking about. Okay, okay. Uh... No. <laughs> <laughs> I have not had that experience. Yeah, no. no I... can't, can't say. Do you want to do Drew? No, I, I mean, I've never had that experience, but... I have a hard time doing anything if I'm in a competitive game of Overwatch. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's like, because when you leave a competitive game of Overwatch, not only are you failing yourself, you're failing everyone else on the team, and you feel like a huge asshole. Yeah. Yeah, you don't want to do that to people, man. I, I don't know about that. I I think I'd go. <laughs> nah, I, I, I try not to. It's like like team-based stuff when it's online. Those, those are all people. Because you know how you felt... When that one douchebag decided to leave the game and you got a loss, and you don't want to do that to other people. That's not. You know what? Not. I think I'd be like, it's okay, dude. <laughs> go nah. get laid. Get yours. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you go do your thing. We good. We good. Just don't, just don't do it while you're on headset. Like, yeah, yeah. At least mute. Make sure you, you you log out. Do that. Do that. You could probably play Lucia while having sex. Yeah, you could probably do it. Yeah, it's not, it's not that hard. I, I just think you need to prioritize, prioritize your life. I'm just saying. <laughs> prioritize your life. Um, <laughs> this next tweet's making me chuckle. Uh, Henrik says, laughing while listening to the last podcast, Ryan, the world in Zelda, nah, ain't feeling it. Can you what, boy? <laughs> <laughs> That's an app summary of the last podcast. <laughs> It is. Uh, he says, also, if Ryan is present, we all know Witcher, but Horizon or Zelda, both as a game and open world, and Jay, love your insights. Dang He's asking you, Ryan, Horizon or Zelda. I know your answer, but, you know. Uh, I, yeah, at this point, I'd have to say Horizon. But it's hard. They're, they're not really... So I will say uh, Horizon as an open world at this point in my exploration of Zelda um, it, I'm not going to compare the two as actual games because I don't think they're comparable. They're they're t- way too different. I think. You know, I I get what you're saying, Ryan. But um, as I delve deeper into Zelda, and if I think about my time back in Horizon, which I you know thoroughly enjoyed as well, I think about what Zelda does better is that there really is no limit to where you can go, right? Let's say, for example, if I see uh, a cliff or someplace in the in the distance in Horizon, there's a very good chance that I probably will never be able to get there because the way you climb uh, and the verticality of Horizon is very limited, is uh, yep. very specific, 
And that's one aspect of the game that I did not like, you know, because it has all these really, really gorgeous landscapes and things that you want to explore, but it doesn't give you the tools to do so. But for Zelda, they do, and they want you to, because there's these, like, hidden collectibles and things like that that actually matter, by the way, that actually, you know, impact, like, your inventory space and things like that. So you do want to explore these weird-looking places. You want to climb to the highest peak. Not just because, you know, you think there's going to be something there, because just because you can. And in my opinion, at the current moment, uh, I think uh, Zelda has a better open world exploration. Obviously, that's not considering, you know, the visual fidelity and all that stuff. But as far as an actual exploration and the open world and how it feels to explore it goes, um, I'm enjoying the Zelda more than Horizon. See, I think um, my... Uh, I would agree with you from the... Um exploration and climbing mountains and stuff like that, provided you have the stamina, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just feel like the open traversal mm. in Horizon um, is so much more... There's there's so much more that you come across going from one place to another just in terms of enemy variety and having to sneak through areas that have big enemies that you don't want to fight yet and... Um, you know, picking enemies off from a distance feels more satisfying in Horizon than it does in Zelda. Well, it's just Horizon just has a straight up better combat engine than Zelda could ever have. It's Agreed, just, it's just, and it's a fact. That's part of the open world to me is what happens as you're going through the world as well, not just the exploration. But but imagine the Horizon had like the climbing elements that Zelda oh, had. Yeah, oh man, that'd be yeah. so nice. Yeah, there's definitely a lot of things in Zelda that I'd like to see other games crib. Eventually, um, I tell you what. Every time I climb in The Witcher, my butt clenches pretty hard. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Anytime I'm on a cliff, I'm like, okay, no, no false moves here, girl, because <laughs> I'm gonna die if you do this. And of course, because of the movement, I fall every time. <laughs> I, I never had an issue with the movement in The Witcher Three. I don't know where that's coming from. Uh, it was big enough for them to patch it. Uh, yeah, it's clunky really? as shit. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Uh, Mookie goes on to say, well then, if it's as good as uh, Ken, then I'll try it out on PC, referring to Voodoo Vents Remastered coming to PC in April. Uh, he also wants to know, is there a way you buy you can buy the OST of Doom 2016? Uh, yes, I believe yeah. Mick Gordon put that out on SoundCloud. I think so. Yeah, and you can you can either listen to it or you can purchase the MP3 downloads. So just look up Mick Gordon's uh, SoundCloud. I think he's got it there for purchase. Which that dude is a fantastic composer. He's doing the music for. Um, he did Killer Instinct. Well, I know he did Killer Instinct, but there's a new game coming out that he's doing the soundtrack for. What was it? Um, it was another WB game, was it, or something? It was uh-huh. another Bethesda game. Is it um, blah, blah, blah. Is it Prey? I think it's Prey. Maybe Prey, oh, yeah. Yeah, I think he's doing the music huh. for Prey. Um, his soundtracks are incredible. Like, yeah. I love I love his... Like, Doom's soundtrack is fucking amazing. He does some great industrial metal. Yeah. it's just It sounds really good. Uh, and it fit Doom really well. And, and it definitely fit Killer... Like, Killer Instinct's soundtrack went downhill when he left. Um, ah. It's definitely not as good as the first uh, eight characters in that game. Shoot, now, now that we're talking about soundtracks, I forgot to mention that Nier Automata has oh, it's an a, it's incredible soundtrack. Yeah, it's a really good soundtrack. I pre-ordered the OST that's coming out in Japan. I'm importing it. 
It's uh, like a three disc OST. It's a lot of money, but it's it's worth it. Like, oh my god, you know how good the Nier soundtrack was, Drew? Yeah, it's just as good. Yeah, is it in the same vein as that one? Yeah, it's got uh, a lot yeah, of vocalization. Very, very similar. Yeah, a lot of vocalization. And, and not only that, not only does it sound good, the design, the way they use it, the way they shift. Uh, oh, do you remember that part in uh, the B route? Or no, it's, it's at, near the end of the game where you're in the, the the abandoned factory the second time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh-huh. And then there's a thing. Are you talking about that one? Are you talking about the new one or the old one? No, I'm talking about the uh, the 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 new one, right? Yeah. Okay. So okay. there there's one thing where you're up against all these bots and they're they're all chanting like we shall be as gods, we shall be as gods, and they're like you know doing all this stuff, right? And it's weird, it's creepy. And then the song kicks in, and then the chanting of the robots is actually a part of the song. Yeah, it's and really it like weird. blends in. And then when you start doing things like hacking, whenever you hack into a monster or an, a machine, right? You go into like a chiptune version of the song that you're listening to before, and it's like an instantaneous shift exactly the moment where you left off in the original like land, and then you go into the chiptune and you zoom right back into the regular soundtrack, and oh my god, it's just like a shift back and forth, and oh, that soundtrack is phenomenal. They kind of did that in Danganronpa, if you remember. Yeah, I know what you mean. Uh, it's something similar, but to to a higher extreme in this one. The sound like goes back and forth depending on where you are, like what you're interacting with, and it's just all sorts of crazy. I can't it's, wait for the OST. It's a good jam. There's a jukebox in the game you can find that you can play the music on. Mm-hmm. Great. I probably I need to play near. Yes, you do. It's God a good game. To, to just wait. It's gonna be around. Uh, <laughs> one one thing to mention is that uh, Ken didn't play the original, so he doesn't get. A lot of the connections that you make, and that's one of the reasons why I like the story so much because I make all those connections from the original game uh, that I guess you miss out on if you haven't played the original. But it's still good, but it's it's just not as not going to be as impactful if you don't know the original. Oh sure, gotcha. sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mookie also wanted an in depth analysis on Nier, which we just talked a little bit about. Um, Chad. Tweets in and says, "Holy crap! The Nemesis system improvements in Shadow of War seem too good to be true. Unbelievably amazing." Uh, he also says, "Totally not trying to troll or fart in anybody's soup bowl, but it looks like the Switch is having a very rocky launch. Cringeworthy." I'm assuming he's referring to the technical issues, not the no oh, okay. the sales. Which yeah, it's it's definitely got its fair share of news stories out there. Uh, Mookie says, "Am I weird?" That I tickled my nipples when I read about external hard drive support for the PS4. Yes. <laughs> yep. Yep. Very weird. My my question to Mookie in that regard is that were you tickling your nipples anyway before you read the news, or did the news kind of you know make you tickle your nipples? Because you know they're they're very different things. You know the stimuli and all that jazz. So yeah. Did you tickle your nipples when you were watching the Conan GIF? What? Oh, the 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 Excel thing, right? Yeah, the, the no, dong. I don't know. I don't. I don't think. Uh, I don't think that does it for me. I still think that the dong slider needs to be in every game. I want a. Qual- I want a Breath of the Wild with a dong slider. I want a quality character creator. I want equality across the character creator. I want a dong slider. Hmm. <laughs> uh, Carlton, not from the Fresh Prince. Since a tweet that says, "Never played a Zelda game in my life, so I came into this one without any without any nostalgia boner." You all have rose-colored glasses. That's all it says. 
Yeah, he's assuming. I'm assuming that he's not enjoying it as as much. And I, um, I can totally understand why people wouldn't enjoy this game. I know plenty of people who would not enjoy this game, for sure. But you know, one thing that I really that's like ruffles my jammies kind of shit. Like when people say like it's not perfect, but isn't that one of the most redundant, dumb things you can possibly say in like a statement or even a review? Nothing is perfect, so why would you say that it's not perfect, but that is literally saying nothing. You're adding nothing to the conversation by saying that it's not perfect. Whenever I read other people's reviews and stuff like that, I see that all the time. It's just like, mmm, gets me. That's not true. There is something that's perfect. It It was called StarCraft. It was perfectly balanced. Even StarCraft had its faults. I know, I know. There was a hell of a lot of patches. Oh, shit, they still patch that game. (laughs) (laughs) I think they did. Oh, man. Uh, Rubber Band Man says, Wombat is high. Having a blast with Zelda Breath of the Wild. (laughs) See, what did I tell you? What did I tell you? Back and forth, man. Back and forth. It was going to be... Everybody was going to think I was saying the game was awful. He says, after this... I was saying it all. Uh, after this, I demand an open-world Metroid and Pokemon. Yeah, go ahead go ahead and demand it. Guess what? They probably won't be very good. <laughs> I can't imagine yeah. an open-world Metroid being very good at all. No, honestly. Pokemon, though, that, that would yeah, be... Yeah, sure, Pokemon would be great. I mean, the, the RPG in Pokemon is kind of open-world. Yeah, I mean, kind of. Uh, I mean, the story stuff kind of funnels you in a certain way. But an open-world Metroid where you just get sort of dropped on a planet, uh, it might be a, they might be able to make it into a very good game, um, but it, it wouldn't really feel like Metroid, I no. don't think. No, it'd, be, it'd be a very different beast indeed. Yeah. I mean, it might be a cool game, right, to, to be a bounty hunter dropped on a planet, mm-hmm. but, uh, but it, it definitely would be... Uh, wouldn't be as it wouldn't be Metroidy. I think I think Ken said it best. Where every game needs to have loot, every game needs to be open world. Right now, that's kind of the trend, <laughs> and I don't really want that, you know, because I've always spoken out against open world <clears throat> games in the way that I, when an open world is kind of shoehorned in without actually providing like a lot of benefits, it'll end up something like Near Automata, where I don't hate the open world as much as Ken does. But you can tell that there's a lot of empty space there for no real good reason. All the sounds are just kind of making you walk through it. So I don't want that, man. Like, I don't want that, man. And what's I, funny I, is I, that's been a big thing this year is almost every big game has been an open world game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I have to bring this up because for some reason it triggered like something in my brain to make me remember this. Drew got triggered. I did. <laughs> Ryan said open world and bounty hunter. And I immediately went back to an old memory of mine of Red Dead Redemption, where you know you could take on bounties. I went to the first town, Armadillo, and <laughs> I didn't do the mission where you get the lasso rope yet. So I was like, but I should have because I took a bounty. And in order to capture the guy you're trying to hunt, you had to have lasso him and put him on your horse, right? So I didn't know what I was doing, so I got up to the guy, and I was like, well, how did I stop him? Because he was trying to run away from me, so I shot him in both legs. <laughs> he was on the ground crawling away from me, and the game didn't know what to do, so he was slowly crawling away from me, and I couldn't grab him. He kept saying, see you around, mister. I'm out of here. <laughs> see you, mister. And I was just like, what the fuck is going on? So I shot him in the head, and I failed the mission. <laughs> 
That's one of those <laughs> moments where you wish you had Xbox record that. Well, the thing was, I was I was living with my roommates at the time, so it's still kind of an inside joke with us sometimes. Sometimes we'll come over and we'll be like, see you around, mister. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know why that just, that just like totally like just made me think of that when you said that. That's funny. Uh, he also goes on to say Breath of the Wild might have worked its way into my top five games ever. It's that good. It's kind of funny to see the, you know, a tweet, two tweets ago was saying you guys are stupid. Like this game isn't very good. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And then two two tweets later, it's like y'all are crazy. This game's the best game ever made. <laughs> so apparently, we're just all crazy. It's fine. Yeah. Um, and he also says, "Oh, and my daughter is loving One Two Switch, although the price tag is kind of steep for a collection of mini games." Yeah, that game should have been packed in. Yeah, should have been packed in. Uh, Sean says he sent us an email. We read it. We had a good conversation about it. Uh, Nivak says, do you think the, the Horizon team is quietly prototyping a PS5 game? Um, I don't know. Like, why, why assume that they're going to be jumping generations already? You know, they, they've just built this, built this really nice, uh, engine that other games are going to be using, including like Death Stranding. Anyway. Death Stranding is a PS5 game. Uh, it might be. Who knows? It, it is. <laughs> well, they they specifically called out PS4 Pro as one of the things that they're gonna go for. Yeah, Kojima's but, made a lot of bullshit promises in his life. Come on, it's possible. But I, I I'm saying is like they made an engine. It's really good. I think they're qualified to make another game with that engine. You know, it's it's it's, it's good. Let let them have another one on the PS4. It's, it's fine. Here, here's a good question: What the hell, Sucker Punch doing? Uh, they're working on a secret game they have not announced yet. That's been rumored to be at every event since the beginning of time. Maybe we'll finally see it at E3. Um, yeah, because the last thing they time. did was Second Son. Yeah, or that expansion, First Light. I mean, I'm sure that we're working on that while they're working on Second Son. Yeah, it's the same engine, so I'd assume so. But yeah, I, I've heard they've been working on a game. They just haven't been ready to show it. Hmm. Uh, Dustin sent us a few tweets. Uh, again, Zelda's a conversation topic. Uh, he says, I finished Zelda with the true ending, and it's one of the best games I've ever played. So much fun. That man finished the game. Awesome. Whew. Thanks, man. Uh, he says, the, I thought Blaster Master Zero was a sequel, but it's more of a remake with added bosses and story. Still a lot of fun and good price. I need to buy that. But I don't, Is it out? Yeah, it's out. I don't need yeah. any more games right now. We really don't, man. I will I will pick it up eventually. It is only ten bucks. I've got four bucks in my account. Which um, give Nintendo credit, they did one good thing. Uh, when you go to buy a game and you have credit in your account, you can just put the amount of credit that you need <laughs> to buy a game. So like it gave me the option of doing. Do you want to? I had four dollars, and it's like, do you want to put the other six to pay for Blaster Master, or do you want to buy five, ten, fifteen, or twenty? So you don't have to do that, like, oh, this game is twelve bucks. You need to put fifteen dollars into your account, man. I'm like, yeah, what? it like, will why? it will let you just straight up buy the price of what okay. it is. Welcome Which, to two thousand eight Nintendo. Thank you very much. Actually, PlayStation doesn't allow you to do that. Right, still don't let you do it. <laughs> does it not? I thought it did. Nope, no. Nope. Xbox does, but PlayStation always says you have to buy increments yep. of five. Yep, you got to refill your wallet. Yep. Also, uh, 2008, uh, Microsoft still using Microsoft points. Yep. Remember those? <laughs> <laughs> 1,600 oh, points was $20. Remember those? <laughs> oh, <laughs> I remember those. Fucking joke. Oh, those were oh, bad. Oh, my yeah. God. 
he says, excited to play near, but I need to finish yeah. Neo. But the biggest question is, how is the fishing, if there is any? Oh, there is fishing in near. Yep. And um, it's fine, actually. It's actually pretty funny, the way it works. You just walk up uh, to a, any body of water. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then Do she, you like... remember the, the fishing in near, though? It's, yeah, it, it was mandatory in, in uh, the original Neo. It was god go fucking quest. awful. It's fine here, but you throw you, don't you throw your pod? In the you water? do. You throw your pod into the water. <laughs> it just kind of sits there, bobbling, and then it goes down. And you just press the button. That's it. That's it. Then you catch a fish. She uh, she like summons like a like a stool for herself to sit on while you're doing it. Too. It's pretty great. Yeah. Anytime you're near a body of water, you just press circle. You go fishing. Mm. Uh, he says, "I see you gave Zelda a 10." And I agree, but I'm curious, what other games did ZTGD give 10s to? That's actually a good question. I'm curious. What I gave a 10 game? to Grand Theft Auto 4 and yeah. 5. Yeah. Uh, I, I gave did. a 10 to Undertale. I yeah. gave a 10 to Shovel Knight. I think I gave a 10 to Shovel Knight as well. <laughs> we have, uh, I think we have three 10s of Shovel Knight on the site. I made I a mean, reference really? to that. Uh, I made a reference to that in my review of the Switch version. I'm like, you can go read one of the three here, and they're all 10s. Yep. <laughs> I may have given a 10 to Skyrim, but I don't remember. Um, I did not give a 10 to the first Injustice, contrary to popular belief. I gave a 10, and Jay can laugh at me all he wants to. I gave a 10 to Dark Souls 2. <laughs> I'm not going to laugh at you. That's just your opinion. I it, All right, now. It's just it, like your opinion, man. Opinion, man. In retrospect, I shouldn't have gave it a 10. <laughs> but during that time, I, I was so fucking overjoyed to play that game. I gave okay. a 10 to Mortal Kombat 9. I think. Uh, Ryan, you did give 10 to uh, the Skyrim. Okay. Yeah, I thought okay. I did. Yep, yep. God, I, I've, I've given 10s. I don't give a lot of 10s. I don't either. Um, I've given one so far. But yeah, I remember giving it to MK9, which I still 100% stand by. I think that was the best, you know, rehashing of a franchise, or like rebooting of a franchise ever. I thought it was just really good. I think I may have gave Dragon Age Inquisition a 10. I think you did. I think I did too. Yeah, I think that's one of the ones I questioned. <laughs> <laughs> the the game that went on to be I shit on that game for like twenty minutes in that podcast. It was pretty great. Uh-huh. And I completely disagree with you. <laughs> no, you agree with most of the things that I said. That was the funny part. You're like, yeah, that's not that's that wasn't good about the game. You're right. And then I felt bad because it was like your game of the year. But at, sitting there at just the, but, shit about it. but seriously, at the end of the day, though, I still fucking love Dragon Age. Yeah, I know. I mean, I, I like I adore that game. God, I'm trying to remember if I've given like thinking to myself of other tens I've given. Uh, I can't remember any. <clears throat> it's a very small fraction of the hundreds of games that we've reviewed. Yeah, it it takes a lot for me to say that I think a game is a ten because on our scale a ten means it's a classic that we'll be talking about, you know, many years into the future. Yeah. Did we give uh, Red Dead a ten? I don't think so, but I didn't review it. Who reviewed it? Um I think hold on, I gotta look this up now. I'm looking it up. I don't It's remember. a nine point seven actually. Uh, that's back when yeah, we did that. Who reviewed it? Justin. Justin Testa. Yeah. I reviewed The Witcher 3. I gave it a Give 10. It 10. I gave it a 10. There you go. All right. Justin Testa also gave Undead Nightmare 9.8. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Now you like Undead Nightmare better than the original game, huh? Undead mm-hmm. Nightmare is pretty fucking good. Uh, Undead <laughs> Nightmare cool. is fucking fantastic. It's one of the best DLCs ever made. Yeah, that that thing's really good. <laughs> I yeah. I, mean, I know there was it's a guy. Too bad we can't search like the site via score. Yeah, I'd always wanted to do that, and then I couldn't do it because it's not. I think you can. So do... did uh did Ryan give to Human Ten? Too human? No, no, no. <laughs> uh, top site rated. I can search by that. Uh, it's loading now. I don't. The, the I gave first... Too Human an eight. By the way, I can be. Eight. I was on mute, but um, okay. I, I can be very uh, honest about the flaws that that game had, and still okay. think it was great. So I, you'll see one from me recently. Um, uh, Star Wars Pinball Rogue One. I gave a ten to. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Yeah, I, I saw that. I that's laughed my ass off. That's a classic. We're going to be talking about for years to come. All right, here's the deal. It's a fucking pinball table, and it's great. What am I supposed to say? There's nothing bad about it. Actually, uh, if you're if you're talking about a game that is great, uh, our review guidelines that's that's eight to eight point five. True. I so I mean, anybody out there who likes <laughs> anybody out there who likes pinball and who who has Zen pinball should buy Rogue One. The end. That's I think my like, what, what we're also... learning is that Drew is an easy lay, and every game that he reviews is just like a pass. Is, is, my is, reviews is, are yeah. are also old. I can't even get to the second page of my reviews. I can't even. <laughs> it breaks. It breaks. It breaks mine. It breaks mine too. Uh, okay. I think that I think that search is broken. That's probably something wrong with the latest update that I put up. Nobody ever searches that stuff, so you never know it's broken until it's broken. That's true. No one. Was, every once in a while, somebody will go back and look at my reviews, and when they used to put comments, they'd be like, "This game, fucking, you're an idiot." And I'm like, "This is from 2009." <laughs> you're just now realizing I'm an idiot. <laughs> there have been plenty of signs. You should have known by now. Jeez. Oh, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. No, I, the, the games you'd think I'd give a ten to, the only one that you would probably be right about is MK9. I don't even think I gave Doom a ten. I think I gave it like a nine. It's really good. I uh, I think I think those game? are, I think those are my three. I think Skyrim and the two Grand Theft Autos are the three that I've given tens to. Drew, I'm surprised you haven't called me out on my mistakes from when I was young and reviewing games. Oh, the music was awesome. I gave that game a ten. Did you really? Yeah, back in the day, I think I did. Here's a here's an interesting fact to it. Uh, I got into a conversation with Open Critic and a bunch of other editors for no reason on the yeah I scores. saw I saw that yeah. Yeah, scores points higher than average. It was like a random thing that I pointed out, and then it, it turned into a thing. But anyway, um, Ken uh, scores 1.73 points higher than average. I po- score 2.21 points higher than average. Drew, points 3.38 points higher than average. And John scores like five points lower than average. <laughs> what? Does he? Let me he, see. He does. Uh, oh, uh, I gave Mass Effect 2 a 10. Does that okay. does it, that uh, I, I will never forget that for like uh, uh, that the rate rate a critic website mm-hmm. for like uh, uh, fifteen minutes one night I was the the I was rated above like Adam Sessler and all these other <laughs> folks and you know, do you know why why because two people found my two human review and they were like they gave me a ten. Because they're like, this is a really fair score. And I'm like, see? Two human made me 
too human paid off for me. <laughs> <laughs> that is actually pretty funny. And John, you are four point eight six points lower than the average. That is well, that is intense. He's a miserable brain. I do get Wow. I'm a miserable bit, and I do sometimes get some crap. Um, and to be fair, I think I gave cat lateral damage one. That probably <laughs> pushed that average right down. What Damn, did you what give did that give? game anyway? I gave it a one. <laughs> I've never given the one to a game before. Yeah, wow. That game is only got a one because it is a game that you use a controller to play. That is about as good as that got. Now, the lowest wow. score I ever gave was Aquaman on the GameCube. I still remember that for some reason. I think the lowest score I ever gave was Big Willie Unleashed. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. Wow, man. That was... Aquaman oh, Battle for Atlantis. I gave a 1.0. 1.0? 1. 1. 1. 1.0. Damn, I, I gave played a fucking... Game that big yet. Jesus Christ, I gave Kingdoms of Amalur a 9.3. Holy shit. Jeez, OP. No, that was a good game. It I don't was... know if it was a 9.3. Oh, yeah, it wasn't that good. Amalur, too, man. When, I when, thought it when was When we first started reviewing... You know, when you first start doing reviews and stuff, like you're you're much more giving until you play a lot more games, <laughs> then you get a little more you get critical. Burned with age. Yeah. <laughs> you get older and you're like, ah, this game is not that good. What are you talking hey, about? A bit like Ryan, you know, Zelda not being Yeah, like Zelda's a terrible right. game. Yeah. And, you know, it's, yeah. <laughs> Comes with age. <laughs> Indeed. Uh anyway, he said he also says, Do you think Zelda will Two Injustice Two is game. I'm assuming he means beat Injustice Two as game of the year. Um, dude, it is way too early to be talking about game of the year. But all I know is 2017 is probably going to be the hardest fucking year I've ever had to make a choice. I mean, Jesus, we've already got about four or five contenders, and we're only I in mode. I could already write it to a top ten best games of 2017. So could I easily, and and I would have to cut some. <laughs> It's been so I, good. My honorary mentions for 2016 was too long. Just wait till 2017. It's it's ridiculous. It, it is way too ridiculous. But as far as game of the year, I doubt anything will beat Injustice for me, but that's totally me as a person. Um, I think Zelda is probably the best game that will come out this year as far as you know games themselves. That's just my opinion, but I don't think I will like it more and play it more than I do in Justice 2. So. Wow, I'm getting crazy deep into some of this stuff here. Oh, and the reviews? Yeah, going back and oh, looking at gosh. some of this stuff. Please don't, find it. please don't look at anything before 2015. Drew, the, the, <laughs> the open, open credit uh, score for, you know, the overall score for Pinball FX... Star Wars uh, Rogue One. <laughs> Guess what the overall score for that game right Probably now like is. a 7. 78. Yeah. Yep. 78. Is there anybody else in his tier of 10s? That's actually a good question. Let me see. Nobody. <laughs> I guarantee. The other highest scores are like 8s. Oh, no, there's like a 9. There, there's a 9. Yeah. Oh, whatever. Yeah. I like that. Those folks ought to be buying you a steak or something. <laughs> I know, <laughs> dude. Like... A perfect ten out of ten for fucking wow for a pinball table, right? Pinball table. Uh, it's I, a yeah. fucking pinball table. <laughs> what am I supposed to do? Exactly. Um, he also I, said, I, I know, man. We're just gotta find this. Okay, you keep going. It. I'm gonna keep reading. He's got a couple more tweets. Uh, he says, uh, "For how good this year is, you should do a top ten in July and a top ten in January, then combine the top five from each for overall game of the year." You know, we did that one year. We did a. Um, your top ten games halfway through the year. Yep. 
we did that one year, and it actually was kind of fun because then we'd go back at the end of the year and compare the two lists and see if any of those games made it to the end of the year. Not to mention it also helps you keep track of the games that came out in January and February, which a lot of us usually tend to forget. Yeah, I don't think that'll be a problem this year. Nope. <laughs> All right, so this is this is real easy. Okay. All right, just let me read this. <clears throat> Dead or Alive 2 Hardcore Review oh, by Tim we, McGowan. Here we go. Here we go. 10 out of 10. Out of 10. <laughs> wow. All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read this verbatim. Oh god damn it! How what what preference? This this review was written in two thousand and one, October tenth. No, no, October twenty fifth, two thousand. Oh man! So seven, so sixteen years ago. Sixteen years I was, ago. I was fifteen years old when you wrote this review. I was twenty. Okay. 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 So here we go. <laughs> Is the I review just remember. the word titties over and over again? Oh. So it says, I can remember the first time I played the original DOA on my PlayStation back in the day. <laughs> Living in a Tekken-dominated world, DOA was a nice stray from the button mashing and ease that is Tekken. <laughs> what? I take offense to that, <laughs> sir. Nelly. I challenge your claims. Oh, I got challenged with my claims on Tekken a lot when I was younger. Dude, I, I've come like, I've come to appreciate Tekken more in my older age, okay. but back then I was okay. very much like this is a button measure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, I relived this experience when I first got my DC version of DOA two. Yeah, this was back in the day when we'd use acronyms a lot, and it was a bad <laughs> idea. That's a bad writing practice, kids. Don't do that. <laughs> it had finally caught up with. It had finally caught up with and surpassed the shoddy Tekken in terms of gameplay. <laughs> As what well as ever, what did Tekken ever do to you, Ken? It murdered my what? father. Man, you went ham on Tekken. I did not like Tekken back in the day. Okay, this was a known quantity. This was a long time ago. Let it be. It's, this is Jay. What I, what he's reading? I wrote sixteen years ago. When I know. I, was I know. Twenty like, years oh, old. <laughs> now, over a year later, the game is re-released on yet another console. Why is this? Why is it receiving a perfect score? Well, ellipses. Uh, this game, this game is one of the most gorgeous I have ever seen. Free flowing clothes and hair are just a few small details that can make this game soar above the rest. The character models are to die for, and the backgrounds are unparalleled. The slowdown that plagued the DC version is nowhere to be found, and using DVD format, Tecmo has incorporated high-res textures for everything! Exclamation <laughs> point. I, I John that. I John that. You did John that. John used a lot of exclamation points, and I have to delete them, because I'm like, stop Do that. I, don't you like to... Don't, you don't tell me these things. <laughs> He's telling you right now in public. <laughs> I'm, I'm, right. I'm sorry. I'll, I'll, He's, I'll, John, I'll John, just case. just forget. I'm I'm being humiliated by having a review that I wrote 17 years ago read on the air. It's quite entertaining. This game is absolutely flawless as far as <laughs> graphics go! Exclamation point. <laughs> okay. All right. Here comes the best. Some of the best parts. Oh, great. Let me put it this way: ellipses. <laughs> I own the soundtrack. This game has come. This game has some kick-ass music, especially the band Bomb Factory. Did they you, are awesome. You should YouTube Bomb Factory. They're pretty fucking fantastic. <laughs> the sound effects are great, and the voices are a 50-50. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
It literally says 50 slash 50. I know, I know, I know. Okay. I, I, this was uh, 17 years ago. I had bad writing skills. When I say this, I mean the Japanese voices rule and the English voices ellipses. Well, just listen to Kasumi and you will understand. As far as controls go, I learned to play DOA on my PS controller, and I will always play better on my PS controller. <laughs> this game plays like a 3D fighter should. Smooth, responsive, and easy to pick up. Nothing beats that first reversal you pull off. How ironic is it that the most hardcore site on the net... <laughs> What? Is reviewing a hardcore game. That's right. That's right. <laughs> we were hardcore. Well, to this say predates the least, all of you motherfuckers except Wombat. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> well, to say the least, this game is for us. The hardcore gamers will eat this one alive. If you own a PS2, you owe it to yourself to get this game. It is by far the best fighting game on the PS2 so far, and probably will be for months to come, at least until Do. DOA three, hey hey hey, ellipses ZT. <laughs> you, you know what? You can make fun of me all you oh. want, but that review is seventeen years old and it's not terrible. <laughs> is that review on Metacritic? Uh, of course it is. Oh my god! <laughs> respect, respect your That's elders. Respect That's your elders. Man. It's five paragraphs. Yep. Good times. Hey, you know we all had to start somewhere. True. Yep. Yeah. It's, so uh, it's it's pretty embarrassing to see your old work. I, oh I yeah, I, I I absolutely hate it. Like I, I I still like to use ellipses. I toyed with the idea of like not bringing over a lot of those old reviews, and then I'm just like ah fuck it. It's it's kind of like a historical thing. You can see how far yeah. you've come. And dude, I mm-hmm. had so much fun whenever you want me to recode all that shit. Yeah. And I was going back and looking at all those, and I was like, wow. <laughs> So this stuff is fucking gold. Yeah, <laughs> you say gold. <laughs> if you if you really want to have fun, you go to the what is that the Wayback Machine? The Wayback Machine, and yeah. you look at my site back when I first started it on like GeoCities and and stuff like that, and the stuff I used to write on there. That's your gold because that <laughs> stuff is bad. I read it and I'm like, did I really fucking write this? This is terrible. <laughs> I uh, I went back on the Wayback Machine and found my old Persona 4 review. While the writing was okay, what I found amazing was the screenshots because I literally had a digital camera and took pictures <laughs> of my television and posted them as the screenshots for the game. Uh, okay. Yeah. We have one... so that, was, that was a nice trip through memory lane. Yeah, we yeah. have one last tweet from Dustin. He wants to know, and you don't have to answer if you don't want people messaging you, but he wants to know your gamer tags and PSN IDs, or don't you give them out to everyone? Well, mine's the same as my Twitter, so mine's the same on everything. Mine's the same on everything. Xbox One and PS4 are zero tolerance. On the Wii U, or I'm sorry, on the Switch, I tweeted out my friend code if you want to go find that. So... Um, uh, Mine's the same as the uh, the Twitter handle as well, but what I'll say is that like if you don't put in like X person, if your name is really like dramatically different, I don't recognize you. You might want to put in a message saying like, "Oh, this is this is this person." Yes, and don't do yes. don't do like yeah. close yes, friend. Andy. 
Don't do like close friend stuff. Like I don't do like real name stuff. That's, that's silly. Yeah. That's he never. He, he he hasn't even responded to my request for that. <laughs> <laughs> it's, no. been, it's been sitting there for three years. <laughs> no. No, never. It's, it's getting ignored perpetually for the end of time. No, I get a I get a lot of friend requests on PSN and Xbox One, and if you don't send a message with it, yeah, yeah I yeah. I delete it immediately because I, I just I just don't have time. Like I had to purge my PS4 list the other day because my <clears> PS3 <throat> kept throwing an error whenever I booted up. Yeah, because it Any was friends? over the limit. Yeah, and I'm just like I I just there's a lot of these people I don't even talk to, don't play with, so I'm just gonna purge it. So it would delete my PS3 friends. Yeah. Because it, I had too many, and I, I was we were getting ready to play Resident Evil Six. We were going to finish it. Uh, me and Matt were, and it deleted Matt, so I couldn't invite him to my fucking game. I was like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, PS. It was so annoying. PS3 is limited to like a hundred, and if you go over that, then it starts like spazzing out. It's really a pain in the ass. So I try to keep it under a hundred. But no, I don't care as long as you send a message. I'll add you. Um, mm-hmm. I just don't play a lot online because. I'm usually doing reviews or playing with specific people on specific days because I got to schedule that shit. Yeah. 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 And uh, so mine's Wombat RP, but just I'll echo what everyone else said. Send a message with your name and um, don't try to join me if you see I'm playing Minecraft because it means I'm playing with my kid. Yeah. And if you do try and join and I boot you out, don't keep trying to join. <laughs> you, had, you had that uh, problem, right? Yes. Yeah, uh, I've had uh, that, I've had that this, problem, which is why I make most of my parties private. Yeah. So it's and, it's um, no, it's nothing offensive. It's just I'm usually trying to do something, and I have yeah, a specific yeah. set amount of time to do said thing. So I'm I'm usually pretty busy. Yeah, I'm usually playing single player games at this point, but um, mine's uh, frustrated fury. Um, but I think a lot most people have me on there. I mean, yeah. I'm on Xbox. I'm on PS4. Uh, don't worry about Nintendo. So. No, I had a bunch of people add me on the Switch, and like, it's just a list of everybody playing Zelda. Is all. It is. Yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> I don't even think I've added. Well, you didn't get one, but I, I, I've got John and Jason. Those are the two people I think that I've got. Switch. Problem that you have is that with the with the the Switch is that you don't have like a username like. No, uh, it just John says WK. it just says whatever so says, your 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 system's and, nickname is or whatever. And you can set that to whatever you like. So it's like, well, who's that? Who's that? And if I recognize them from Twitter, you know, that's another sign. But it's like, yeah, it's weird. Yeah, but no, I don't care. Most people who send me a message, I just add them, and that's fine. I mean, on Xbox and PS4, it's cool because like you can compare achievements and and trophies and stuff, and 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 mm-hmm. I get that. That's fine. Um. It's kind of funny that the biggest thing that bothers me is when I'm playing a game that's not out and people message me asking me how it is. I'm like, yeah, that I can't, happens quite often. I can't tell you on the podcast. I can't tell you not on the podcast. <laughs> Dude, that happened with me with Fallout 4 crazy. I had so many people. People weren't even on my friends list. Yeah. People just people can just search for that shit. And I had like random people saying, "Dude, can I watch your gameplay and stuff like that?" I mean, fuck, dude, I I really don't want to get banned, you know? Yeah, I can't, I can't do that. Luckily, on Xbox, a lot of times if you're playing a game early, it'll just say you're on the home screen. It won't actually show what you're playing. So people haven't been bothering me about Mass Effect. Really? Because it just says I'm at home. Oh, okay. It says I'm at I home for that. like hours. That's, that's a nice touch. And you can set to offline mode on PS4. That's what I normally do too. Yeah, I can. You can do that on Xbox. I do that a lot of times when I'm playing something that I do not want you to see that I'm playing. 
because the the PR will ask specifically, "Hey, turn turn that off." Yeah, yeah, log off, and you you can't see what people are playing. So that's why I have a lot of notifications turned off. Yep. It's but yeah, I don't list. I don't care if you add me on on either one. I don't. Just I I will probably be very quiet <laughs> most of the time. Uh, but that's it. That's all the tweets. Uh, if you do want to tweet at us, it's at N4G Podcast. If you want to shoot us an email, it's podcasts at ztgd.com. Uh, you can follow each one of us individually. Drew is at DML Fury. Jay is at Botterside Jay. John is at John WUK. And Ryan is at R Wombold. You can follow me in the site at ztgd. Uh, which I've noticed I haven't tweeted a lot lately. I need to get back to trolling. <laughs> well, it's hard to troll when there's so many good games. I, I know, like there's nobody yeah. talking about crap like Shinmu and Last Guardian. I mean, everybody forgot about those. Yeah, there games. he goes again. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's like a squid. You just turn it on. Just, just go to just in your pocket. Just like it's like it's your pocket sand. You just take it out. It's like ah, I just throw it right into people's. Face. Like boom, there it is. Yep. Shinmu sucks. Come at me, bro. Uh, that's it. Uh, we don't have Jason. So unless somebody wants to make a ridiculous fool of themselves, I've already had my fair share. Drew <laughs> reads one of my reviews, but you know, at least my review wasn't read on GameSpot. That's oh. true. That's true. Uh, That's true. Ouch! That was a low blow. Oh, Drew knows I love him, and I, I, I called. Did, I did mine in jest. They were legitimately making fun of me. I know. I, I called them out specifically, and they didn't want to talk about it. And of course they didn't. Everybody who's ever called us out and we talk to them in person, they back down and they don't want to say anything. And I'm just like, you know what? Then don't fucking talk shit. You know, if you, if you want to have a legitimate conversation about a problem you have, I'm more than open to have a conversation. But don't make fun of us somewhere that we can't have a conversation and then ignore the conversation we try to have. Yeah, yeah. not only that, they made fun of a review that, guess what? Their website didn't even fucking review. Well, of course not, because they don't have to review those games. Yeah, it was a hyperdimension Neptunia fucking game. <laughs> and it comes full circle. It's all about the Nep Nep. Yep. Uh, anyway, but though, good show, good week, lots of good games. Don't let anybody shit on your dreams. Play what you like. There's too many great games to be arguing about stuff you don't like. So there you go. Anything else? Nope. Yeah, nope. Oh, yeah, no. Okay. Bye. Fuck it. Epic fail.
and then I, and then I killed the dragon. Then I killed the dragon.